0: This episode of Taco the Town is sponsored by Brew Biz KC, an original card game designed and produced in small batches right here in Kansas City. Just like the local beers you love each game features three local breweries and four of their signature brews brew biz kc was made to be played over a couple of pints and good conversation so it's easy to learn and ready to go with you on your next brewery or taco outing check out brew biz kc on instagram and board game geek Dot com. Or better yet, pick up a copy today at Torn Label Brewing in the Crossroads, Pathlight Brewing in Shawnee, Crane Brewing in Raytown, Alma Mater Brewing on the West Side, BKS Artisan Ales in Brookside, or KC Beer in Waldo. Celebrate your love of local beer with the Brew Biz KC Card Game. to taco the town the podcast where it's always taco tuesday i'm your host dave and i'm a man on a mission that mission is to eat at all of the tasty tacorific taco spots in this tantalizingly taco-tastic taco town kansas city missouri and kansas we are the only kansas city podcast that is feeding its guests tacos and feeding its listeners taco knowledge yes we are conquering the kansas city taco verse one taco at a time we'll be joined by special guests who will share their favorite taco places and taco memories with us we're going to share some stories share some laughs and most importantly share some kansas city tacos welcome back to taco the town hey everybody guess what? The Kansas City Chiefs are champions again. That's right. The Chiefs won Super Bowl 57 against the Philadelphia Eagles. And once again, Pat Mahomes and the boys stand tall atop the NFL mountain. Number one for the second time in four years. Amazing. Now, did you know that ever since Taco the Town did the podcast at Arrowhead Stadium a few years back in Patrick Mahomes' first year, the Chiefs have been to five AFC Championship games, three Super Bowls, winning two of them. Pat Mahomes has won two MVP awards and two Super Bowl MVP awards. Is it a coincidence? Probably not. It probably just means that Patrick Mahomes is a good quarterback and the Chiefs have been a great organization and has nothing to do with Taco the Town recording at Arrowhead, which we did again this season. But um. But hey, I'm going to say, not a coincidence. Taco the Town and the Kansas City Chiefs, champions all around. Were you able to make it to the parade? It was amazing. The parade and the rally. It was a cold day. Not as cold as the first parade, but a beautiful day. Kansas City came together again by Union Station. I had a friend in town. We went to the parade. It was amazing. And uh, what did I do afterwards? Well, what do you do after the Chiefs win the Super Bowl again? You go and get some tacos. So I celebrated after the parade and rally. I went up to uh, KCK and had some delicious Easy In Tacos. The The $5 taco special. Three tacos, a beer, and a shot for five bucks. Best taco special in the town. So that's how I celebrated the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. With some tacos, how did you celebrate? Did you include tacos in your family celebration of the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl? Let me know. And if you like... Kansas City Chiefs art, I myself have painted a Kansas City Chief poster that I am selling. If you'd like a copy of it, you can come to First Friday at the Bauer Building. I'll be selling them there on the second floor there every First Friday of the month. And also I'm selling them off of my Instagram page, WDaveKeith, at Keith. You can also hit me up on the Taco The Town Instagram page at Taco The Town KC. And you can also email me at wdavekeith, K E I T H, at gmail.com uh, for ordering details. I don't just do taco art, I also do amazing Kansas City art. So uh, if you'd like a copy of that poster, give me a call. Uh, come hit me up at First Friday or uh, email me. Let's find out what taco place we're going to be reviewing this week. We've got another new taco spot that has popped up in recent months here in Kansas City. This week's taco destination is Taco Hangover. Located at 13655 West 63rd Street, Shawnee, Kansas, 66216. It's in an old Sheridan's Frozen Custard building. Interesting. They are open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. And Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. This is a taco offshoot from the folks that brought you Saints Pub. Can't wait to try these tacos. Taco Hangover offers authentic street tacos and a variety of your other Mexican favorites. Their menu includes not only street tacos, but a great selection of enchiladas, the B word, and bowls. Can't wait to check this out. Let's find out what Taco Reviewer guests are joining us this week. My first guest is a 44-year-old Overland Park resident who has lived in Kansas the majority of her life. She has worked in healthcare for 25 years before moving to the agricultural field in September. She is a change manager focusing on the people side of business changes. I don't know what any of that means, what I just read, but <laughs> <do> uh, I. <laughs> I'll, I'll find out. She has one daughter, Maggie Sue, and one Shiba Inu. Did I say that right? You did. It's a dog. And one Shiba Inu, Archie, she spends her empty nest time with her dog going to sporting events. Go Chiefs, go KU. Reading, cooking, and baking, and attending as many concerts as possible. All she wants to do is eat tacos, drink Diet Coke, or beer, or tonight, a margarita. Mm-hmm and treat humans with kindness no matter who they are. Her motto is, you only get one life, make it count, eat tacos, and find the joy in the chaos. I added the tacos part. You can find her on Twitter at Rock Chalk Sarah. rock underscore chalk underscore Sarah. Welcome to Taco of the Town, Sarah Harper. Thank you. Thanks for being on the show.
1: I'm happy to be here.
0: <laughs> now tell me about this taco, love. How often are you eating tacos? How many tacos a week? Um, oh, yeah. taco dinners, taco lunches. What's the average taco count for you? I would
1: say as often as possible. It's probably less now that I work from home. Okay. Trying not to have a huge like DoorDash problem, but usually every Tuesday at least.
0: Okay. um,
1: There's a great taco place right by my house. Uh, I just found out last night as I was wanting some that they stopped doing delivery. So... Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. A heartbreaking.
0: What's uh what's your top one, two taco spots in KC? What are you where do you keep going back?
1: The one that I love that's near me is Taqueria La Nueva. Love and that I can't place. Speak words that aren't, you know, English <laughs> words very well. But that's um, a newer
0: spot, very good. And it's yeah, don't and they, they just opened one down spots? uh downtown in the old uh
1: You mean in like the old diner place? The old diner spot, okay. yeah. They just yeah. opened up down there, yeah. Oh what a great location. Yeah. They're some of the most authentic especially like kind of down from Kansas City, right? They're not KCK. It's, it's strictly, I mean, it's Johnson County. And finding like authentic street tacos or, or tacos of, with that flavor. I just haven't really found anywhere else in Johnson County or in Overland Park. So they, I would say they're my top choice. I'm a big K-Macho fan or Benito Michicon. Yeah. If you can get to the one in Olathe. Very like good. I would rather go there than K-Machos, but I'll go to K-Machos if I can't get down there.
0: K-Machos has that one taco I love. Well,
1: their fish tacos are amazing.
0: I don't remember what it's called. I haven't eaten at K-Machos in a long time, but it's very cylindrical shaped. It's not a taquito but uh, it has a special name on their menu, uh, but it's very, very good. Um, let's meet our second guest. Is it a flauta?
2: Is that what you're thinking of? No, not okay. a flauta. Fine, sorry. I'll wait to introduce me and then I'll talk. <laughs> no,
1: you're the better guest anyway. So.
0: <laughs> He's an 18-year veteran of the craft brewing industry. He is the digital marketing manager and brand ambassador for Four Hands Brewing Company. Prior to his current position, he worked in brewing, seller, packaging, management, and marketing roles at 75th Street Brewery, the power plant restaurant and brewery. The one that had the like chimney that like fell apart. It was
2: crazy. Yeah.
0: I, I've been there uh, back when it was power plant. We used to go there all the time up in Parkville. Yeah.
2: It was not. Yeah. When I, I, when I brewed, there, when the train would go by, the whole brew house would shake. It was a crazy situation. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow,
0: it sat abandoned there for a while. I think I, uh, I I filmed a concert for my friend's band there, the Sun Eaters. Something
2: else is in there now, but I, I don't know what it is. Yeah,
0: it's a it's a bar, but it's okay. not as cool as the old power plant. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And also for Boulevard Brewing Company, you contributed to brewing, R and D, branding, marketing, and media, helping breweries connect to consumers through your love of craft beer. He is borderline obsessed with baseball and the Kansas City Royals. Is that? Oh yeah. Would that be true? Yes. Big time. <laughs> and he is. A half decent Twitter follow. Uh, this guy needs some Twitter follows. Everybody, he doesn't have that many followers. <laughs> right. Please help this guy yeah. out. What's what's the Twitter handle? It's Jeremy underscore Danner. Okay, Jeremy underscore Danner. Welcome to Taco the Town, Jeremy Danner.
2: Thank you. My bio wasn't as cool as Sarah's. I I should have done better. Mine was like was like the LinkedIn version of me. I had to
0: say brewery
2: like seven times. It's a hard word.
1: <laughs> it's a very hard word, and I was really hoping that the mid-sized roommate was going to be mentioned in your bio. I
2: know. Baseball. I did I know you like you. Your bio had all like this like personal family stuff that made you this real person. And That's mine because was because I'm li- boring. Mine was literally like a business card. <laughs>
0: well, I got to know Jeremy. Does Four Hands know that you are
2: here on this podcast? <laughs> Shh. Actually, I had my review today, and uh, oh. I didn't. Surprisingly, I did not get fired. Oh, my gosh. Are we yeah. cheering to your I didn't, review? I didn't, I didn't get
0: canceled today. Well, I hope that you keep it. Yeah, don't let them know you're on the show because whatever you say here could lead to some trouble for sure. Um, Jeremy, I got to know, you know, just like uh, I asked Sarah, what's uh, what's your taco intake like right now? How many tacos have you eaten, eaten
2: already so far this week? You know, we did white people taco night at the beginning of the week at home, and I ate uh, I ate four of those, and then I had, like, what would have been probably... Another four for breakfast in the form of a taco salad today. Right. So I'm about like eight and a half to ten tacos this week. Cool, that's yeah. that's great, and that's it's good. we're at,
0: we're at Thursday, so yeah, yeah, that's good. There's a lot of week left. Yeah, totally. Yeah, there's there's the ones we're gonna have tonight. Then Friday is a great taco day. Uh, Saturday. So it
1: was Saturday. There's an amazing. Like ta- I need recommendations for Lawrence. I'm going to the game this uh, weekend. Oh, wow! I need to know what's good over in Lawrence, taco wise. Great
0: taco spots okay, in Lawrence. Then you're gonna
1: have to tell me about it.
0: Lawrence is having a taco sance lately. Like Mass Street, there's probably about ten places that have popped up recently on Mass. Really? So yeah. Jeremy, I know one of your favorite spots is Chelly's, right?
2: I love Chelly's. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You still go to Chelly's oh, a lot? yeah,
2: yeah. I get carnitas there usually, or I'll do the the three meat alambres. But uh, lately, for tacos, we're hitting uh, Dos De Oros, which is down Holmes. Martin City, yeah. Same family that owns Chellie's. Yep. They own Dos De Oros and the. And the That's Taqueria. his sister,
0: right? Uh, uh, Doste Oros is the brother, and Chellie's is the sister. Yeah, Chelly's yeah. is
2: Norma, and yeah. they, they call her Chelly Yeah, and she is so sweet. My son is grown up there, so we love Chellie's. That place, it's right on. Uh, what's this? Where it's are like those? 83rd and Warnell. Warnell. Is that right? It's like at yeah. the corner 85th. Right. Yeah. Like corner cocktails there, and uh, second best coffee. There's a, like a Hawaiian ice place, and then Chelly's in a vet shop there, yeah.
0: What's your current like top two, would you say, Chelly's, Dos de Oro's?
2: If we're talking tacos, Dos de Oro's, the taqueria is probably number one for me right now. And then uh, we do we do El Bonito Machocan over on KCK, and then we really like Don Antonio's as well. Mm. Great spot. Don
0: Antonio's is great, yeah. So we're here at a new taco spot. This is kind of a funky location. It's called Taco Hangover. We are sitting, there aren't very many seats here, or at least tables here. There's a lot of bar seating here. What's What are your first impressions as, as you're here at Taco Hangover for the first time? It's very white. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of porcelain in here. Yeah. No, there's a lot of white people. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a lot of yeah. white people. This is
1: like suburbia central, yeah. right? But We, they we do. are in Shawnee,
2: Kansas. That <laughs> is it does true. smell good. It smells really good. It does.
1: It does, and my second favorite motto is on the wall, so I mean oh, yeah. feed there's me a, tacos and tell me a, I'm pretty. There's a
0: sign, feed me tacos, tell me I'm pretty. A very say, Instagrammable spot. I'd say exit
2: is your favorite motto?
1: No. No. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I should adopt that one.
0: So this, probably this area we're sitting in probably used to be the outdoor ordering area because it used to be a Sheridan's frozen custard. okay. Yeah.
1: I would say we could fit 20 in here, 25 people.
0: Yeah, there's like two high tables, bar, well, there's a bar, big bar, and then there's a little side, side, uh, high table area, and then there's two, two tables that only seat four. So like... I think one of the reviews we're going to read later in the show, they say, don't come here with your family, your party of 10 people to eat tacos. Mm. You know, would you agree to that?
1: Yeah. I would wonder when like the peak times were maybe like if they have happy hours or um, More early yeah. yet,
2: you know, it's I only would say five, five o'clock. Yeah. Well,
1: we're in the we're in the Shawnee, Kansas dinnertime hour. My grandmother lives here. So or would this
2: be supper like- or or Sub- dinner? Yeah, I guess supper. supper, yeah. <laughs> I, I have friends from northern Iowa and they call it supper. They're like they're so far north it's like southern Minnesota or southern Wisconsin. They say supper. um
0: Supper's at like five, right? It's supper right? and
2: they put their groceries in a bag. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well yeah. So taco hangover, one of their mottos is the perfect cure taco hangover. Their tacos on the menu are called Hangover tacos. Have you ever yourself had a taco hangover? Have you ever eaten too many tacos, felt sick the next day, not able to move? What's the worst taco hangover you've ever had?
2: We did we did a, a couple of Corollas for my birthday a couple of years ago. I think we had like we bought like 37 tacos for my 37th birthday. And we had some friends come over and they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna eat some tacos. And I think they ate like three or four tacos a piece, which is not the contribution I was looking for. Right. So like, I'm not gonna let any of this get to the next day because it's a birthday party. You have to consume these tacos. So I was like 12 to 15, I think. That's a lot. That's more than I care to eat. Were these crunchy or soft? They were soft, yeah. So I mean, it's easier to do that, but it was a lot of tacos.
0: You do a lot of food challenges. You challenge yourself. You and your son even go out and do food challenges together, right? We're idiots, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What uh, what are some of the the food stylings that you've tackled? You've done hot chicken wings. We do
2: a lot of hot stuff. Yeah, yeah. we do the the one chip challenge. We've done that before. Um, we bought the really hot Jelly Belly jelly beans, and they're no joke. They're actually quite hot. Where do you get those? Uh, you know, I bought them at the Houston airport on a, okay. on a trip. I was you know, traveling for work, and I bought them. But I, I think you can buy them at the grocery store. Uh, the the worst one that he and I did together was a beer sauce shop, which was open on 103rd State Line. They did like a uh, a, a hot sauce endurance challenge. And we we made it through the first three rounds. My son made it through all three. And the, the third round was these incredibly hot pickles that are like, they're hot enough that if you put them out and didn't warn people, you're an asshole kind of hot. Yeah. And he ate all of those. And then he bowed out before the fourth round. And that fourth round, the, the first sauce... Um, when you're when you're dealing with things that are that hot, the level of escalation is ridiculous. It's like like the way the Richter scale multiplies or whatever. Like once you get above two million Scoville, like I, I panicked. I, I put and it, I, I don't even know it's fair to call it sauce. It was like this extract. It looked like oil in a spoon or whatever. Just put a little bit on your tongue and it immediately blew up, and I, I panicked, like sheer panic, trying to get away from my body. My wife was trying to talk to me, and I'm Did like...
0: Did you start ripping your clothes off? I was hot. Yeah. It was hot. Mm-hmm. Um, my
2: wife's, you know, trying to talk to me. I'm like, I can't talk to you right now. Like, I, I barely know who you are. I'm like, this is a place that sells our beer at the time, so I'm trying not to puke in an account. Like, all these things are running through my head, but I'm, my brain is like, you got to go, dude. You got to get away from your body. And that's, oh. that's the hottest thing I've eaten, and it was miserable. And I'm, I'm not really
1: sure why. Like, I like spice, but I like it for flavor a little bit of a kick. Sure. But once you get to that level, it at that point, it just becomes stupid. It wasn't not fun. That the, not that the challenges aren't fun, because your son being as young as he is impresses yeah. me how open his palate is or how oh, willing yeah. he is to try foods. But I, I don't want something that's just going to burn my mouth. It, there's no pleasure in it at all.
2: I wouldn't do it again. And, and I only had to get two more sauces into to win, but my, my brain would not allow me to put Like when you're in that amount of pain, it's like if you're out in the rain and you're soaked, like there's no sense in running because you're wet. You know, it's like I was wet at that point, Mm -hmm. but my brain would not (laughs) allow me to put more
0: hot sauce in my mouth. I was out. When it comes to taco eating, would you say those 36 or you said you had about 12, 13, 14 that day? Was that the most tacos you've had in one uh
2: I think so,
0: so yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sarah, any uh, any taco? Uh,
1: well, I wouldn't say I was proud of the tacos I ate, but, you know, I had a teenager. I'm an empty nester now, but, you know, she had friends over, and when friends come over, you want to be the cool house, you know, and you got to feed all the kids so they don't go home and tell their parents they ate nothing. So, you know, we used to just buy the big boxes of tacos from Taco Bell. You'd party, get, yeah. party pack. Yeah the, yeah, the 12 or 15 or whatever, and, and I remember for her birthday one year, we were having like a video movie outside and so I bought like six of those boxes of tacos and I didn't want them to go to waste I only think I got like five or six okay before I was done but I definitely when I'm doing that prefer the the crunchy I just don't feel like it fills my stomach up as much as a flour tortilla I used to be a soul flour tortilla now I'm not um I like corn as a
2: guest am I allowed to ask a follow-up question oh yeah <laughs> so my, my son is nine he'll be ten in a couple months when you say you want to be the cool house, you, you want to be the cool house for your kid too. But part of it is also as a parent, you want to be, a, do you want to be cool? Like, is that important to like to be the cool mom? Or does that matter? Uh,
1: I was very lucky in that her friends all really liked me. They were all very respectful, but I'm just, I'm outgoing, I'm very extroverted. I never, like, bothered them when they were hanging out, but I sure. was always available to them, and they knew me from seeing me around at social events and things like that. And, you know, we we were a little unconventional in high school with how we talked to Maggie about alcohol and, sure. I mean, not married now, but talked to her about alcohol and, you know, weed and, and different things like that. So the kids probably did think I was the cool parent. Sure.
0: Well, it's because you wear that, like, motorcycle jacket with the skull on the back. <laughs> That True. makes you really cool. And, I, the, and the glove, the I fingerless glove. Yes,
1: and yeah. I think it was the way that they, I was raised. They make
2: that noise when you move they your do, hands. They do, the, you know, the yeah. crinkly sound. This is so great for audio. I'm moving my fingers in case you can't see which you
1: can't. <laughs> yeah, I just, I didn't like the way I was raised, which was a very sheltered environment. And so that's not the path I wanted to take as a parent. So for me, it was be cool, but like, you don't have to be like be too obnoxious cool. about it, yeah, right? Yeah.
0: Now growing up, You said you were sheltered. When did you have your first taco? Do you come from a taco? white people
1: tacos? Yeah,
0: like do you come from a taco-eating family? Did you have taco night? Yeah, I mean, so
1: I grew up in Hutchinson, which is near Wichita.
0: Home of a very famous taco chain in that part of Kansas taco hut, right?
1: Oh, yeah. We call it taco slut. Oh, okay. Y- yes. Like <laughs> you go there every week. I mean, we were sluts for those tacos. There. It's, it's called
2: taco, hut. It's, not taco a, hut. it's not a, it's okay. Not
0: related it's, to pizza hut at oh. all. No,
1: but oh my gosh. Like I, now I'm picturing the smell when I walk in and the building and
0: seeing the little carved guy out on the, I'm, I think I went to the original taco hut a couple years ago. You yeah, know, the and, only and reason hutch.
1: I ever want to go back to my hometown is just to go to taco hut or, <laughs> or anchor in. And I know that sounds like it's not really a Mexican, restaurant, but um, I went to school with the Flores kid, so the Flores family owns Anchor Inn. They
0: have good tacos?
1: Amazing tacos, and red beer, I just remember, and their chips were amazing. We grew up eating white people tacos, right? Meat, cheese, lettuce, tomato, and weirdly enough, I thought it was normal to eat tacos with just ground beef in it, but my mom didn't put any taco seasoning in the meat. Oh, so we oh, yeah. were strictly eating.
2: That is white people taco night. It is very white That's people like taco white night. It's white people, yeah. Now, we
1: did get very lucky <laughs> in that when we did, when my grandparents would come to visit, they always brought a box of Perez shells. So we don't eat tacos in our house anywhere if unless we go down five o'clock in the morning and out there on the loading dock, like they'll put a box of shells out for us and a box of broken ones for, for taco salad. Sure. And so they would bring those down and then we would freeze them and they actually freeze well. Nice. I started putting ketchup on my tacos because we didn't have taco sauce. Oh, wow. I mean, wow. they truly were. And I didn't know anything about That's it until I started like growing up on my own and... Like wanting to make tacos and saw that there was actually taco sauce
2: and seasoning, like salt and pepper, or a it, thing, yeah. <laughs> wow. uh, so, uh, Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy, weird. where did you uh, grow up? Yeah, I'm from Lexington, Missouri. Oh, yeah, okay. I, I had a very uh sheltered culinary uh existence oh. as a child as well. Did I you got,
0: eat a lot of loose meat sandwiches? Yeah, the Made Right, oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Right. or
2: yeah. A New yeah. Way in Wichita, my, so my,
1: that's the thing there. So, oh, my
2: yeah. uh, my mom and two of my aunts worked at the Maid Right. I would, oh, wow. I would go there after middle school, which was just, it was, they tore the middle school down. I think the maid right's still there, but I would walk there after middle school and I would play ghosts and goblins, the arcade game and hang out and eat loose meat sandwiches. Yeah. It's like when, when I watched Roseanne as a kid mm-hmm. and they opened the lunchbox or whatever, mm-hmm. what's yes. a loose meat sandwich? I'm like, How do you not know what a loose meat sandwich is? <laughs> a, c- a couple of years ago, I made, I made made rights and I, I posted online. I was making them. Oh, you're making sloppy joes. I'm like, no, I'm not making sloppy yeah. joes because you make sloppy joes in 12 minutes. But made right, that takes all day.
1: It does take all day, and we call them New Ways because I grew up in Kansas. Okay. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they have a chain. It was started in Wichita, and my family actually makes New Way meat a couple of times a year, and I have learned how to do that right. And oh, did so Lexing
2: Did uh, Lexington have a, uh, a taco chain at all? You know, we didn't. We I think every small midwestern town had like a, a really awesome Mexican restaurant and a really awesome Chinese restaurant. And we we had that growing up, but yeah, we didn't have, we didn't have a Taco Bell. I think like the first time I had a Taco Bell was when I went to the city, which at that time was like Independence was going to the city. You go to that AMC, you go to Independence Center, and walk around, and like I think Taco Bell was probably like that first exposure to not tacos in my hometown. Did your
0: mom and dad make tacos growing up, or a family?
2: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We did. You know, we had hard shell tacos with ground beef and shredders and diced tomatoes and black olives for some reason. I wanna, I want to know where the black olives come in <laughs> for some folks. With white people taco night, but that's that's a part of it. Is these the canned sliced black olives? We'd do that. My family was a big black olive family. You
0: could
1: see it on a taco salad. I like to dump everything on a taco salad. Do you but, remember
0: when Taco Bell had the original enchilito and they'd put three they, sliced they black yeah, olives on top <laughs> they did. Yeah. of it? And a lot of
1: pictures, like stock photos, or wh- the they take the photos for taco the Bell, restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> in different restaurants, I've seen they still have yep. the black olives, but not.
0: But they not don't in do it taco. anymore. Like yeah. when towards the end when they started to phase it out they wouldn't do the black olives anymore so wouldn't um, It's a
1: weird thing. Give any
0: love to the to the black olives on an enchilada. <laughs> well, so here we are. We're at Taco Hangover. I've got some questions to you guys about real hangovers. What's your alcohol tolerance? Do you ever get hangovers? Do you drink a lot and get hungover? Do you have any uh, personal cures or hangover cures that you exercise in life when you are hungover? Because I've got a list here of some weird hangover cures. Do you want to go over that first? Or just tell me your personal hangover cures.
2: I mean, for me, like, at, I'm, I'm not old. I'm, I'll be 42, and I know that's not old. But, like, hangovers are brutal compared to what they They're were. They're getting real bad. Like, 15 years ago, like, when I when I was traveling a lot for work uh, with Boulevard, I could go from 11 in the morning till two thirty, three 3 o'clock in the morning, get back up and do the same thing every day. But well, that's now, your
0: job to, like, go out and job. drink, yeah, right? I yeah, I had to do
2: it. So my tolerance was much higher. But, I, but now when I get a hangover, like, it is just not worth it, man. Yeah. Like I like to get a little bit buzzed. But like, I uh, hang like for me, my my favorite hangover here is to not get hungover. Right. At this point, I like just try to avoid that.
1: I keep tempting fate. I guess <laughs> I, I will be honest and say that I have never had a hangover. What? And Whoa. I can drink with the best of them. Oh my like, goodness! Company holiday party a few years ago, three glasses of wine, thirteen gin and tonics. Oh got up the next day and ran a 10k. Oh like I, I really have. I don't know what's the matter with my liver, but. Now, again, I'm 44, so who knows what's going to happen, right? Because your body and your metabolism does start to slow down after yeah. a while. But I, have still, kn-
2: you can do that still, though. Like you could, you could drink like 13 gin and tonics right now, and be cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: I mean, that was a course of the course over, you know, like a few hours. Sure, but like, sure. You know, for like Chiefs tailgates, right? We'll show up at eight o'clock in the morning, and it's a noon game, and we're not going home till three or four, and I'm drinking the whole time, and
2: wow. I might wow. get
1: tired, but yeah, no, no hangovers, no headaches, no. I
2: like you call it tired. That's that's the bullshit I would tell my wife sometimes. Like I get home from a beer fest, and she's like, "Are you drunk?" I'm like, "No, I'm just tired from drinking all day." She's like, "That's drunk." I'm like, "No, I'm just sleepy, babe. Just need like 45 minutes and disco nap and call it good."
1: Yeah, I mean, I've heard of people they get the spins or whatever, like when they lay down. I just so
2: you have never
0: I, had any 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 hangover? No,
1: never had wow. a hangover. Goodness. I say that now. I mean, now it's going to happen. But I honestly, I that is the, that's the story you impress your friends with at parties. Yeah. Right? They're like, hey, it's nice podcasts. to meet you. Hey, I'm Sarah. I've never had a hangover.
2: I don't want to be argumentative as a first-time guest on this podcast, but I think that's bullshit. <laughs> I think you're a liar. I wish it was.
1: I, I, I honestly wish it was. That's I keep, crazy. I keep waiting for it, right?
0: Do you think maybe if like we had a lot of margaritas tonight, say maybe like five, six margaritas tonight, would, would that be enough I for you? I would call
1: an Uber to drive home, but okay. no. Okay. All
2: right. Nope. Have you tried to get hungover?
1: I mean, I would think three glasses of wine and 13 gin and tonics is pretty <laughs> yeah, much trying I mean, to a, get. Yeah,
2: that's sufficient. And
1: I don't stick to one thing, like, you know, go to tailgates or whatever. Yeah. It's beer, it's champagne, it's.
2: So you're like, I'm, I'm, mis- I'm mixing I, the liquors. Yeah, tonight. I can
1: mix all of the stuff too. So I don't wow. know. I'm probably going to die now. Right. <laughs> I like
2: that we can, we can drink so much and like, we don't remember something horrible we said to our best friend, but you're like, oh, what'd you drink? Well, I had a gin and tonic, <laughs> right. and then I had four margaritas, and then there was a, a gin Ricky, and then I had a shot of Jaeger. How, we can catalog what we drank, but Absolutely. we don't remember telling like the same story about our dead dog seven times.
1: That's true. <laughs> that's, I'm that's a hap- and I'm also a happy, happy drinker. Happy drinker? Yes. So um,
2: yeah. So you get drunk, right? You, like, oh, yeah. That many drinks will get you drunk, Yes. but then the next morning you're cool. Cool. Wow. So, well,
0: let's go over this list of I hang- hear this, hangover though, cures. So, for let me know. If you, well, these, these won't mean anything to you, Sarah.
1: So. But I probably heard of some of them. Okay. So, this will be so good. So, the first
0: one they say is uh, this is from the Providence Veterans Affairs Medical Center in Rhode Island. They say the first one, of course, is Hair of the Dog. Just start drinking yep. again if you're hungover. Have you
2: Did that done work that? for
1: you when you were traveling?
2: Yeah, like, hey, if, if you can get me some good coffee and maybe a little bit of weed and like a Bloody Mary or two, Right as rain. Yeah, nice. I call it playing through. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, this one's drink lots of fluids. That's usually what I do. Yep. So, like lots of water. Oh, it says get some carbs into your system. So toast and juice. Get the uh, get it going. At, get your uh, fatigue to go away. Have you ever done eat eat a lot in the morning? I am Big gonna breakfast. Give,
1: yeah, I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, my longtime friend Tiffany Kent. Uh, used to be mommy loves wine. Now I don't know what is it. Still I don't know what her ones? handle is. Yeah. Hey Tiffany. Um, I just remember Tiffany always tweeting that she needed a hash brown and a Coke from McDonald's. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but it was oh. I think it was the grease from the uh, hash brown and yeah. I don't think she would eat anything else but it was the hash brown and the Coke and, and the I just McDonald's
2: Coke is a popular one. There's something special about it yeah. the Diet Coke for, is, for the hangover. Yeah. yeah. The
1: Diet Coke is the best thing I've ever had, but yeah, I think grease. Now that that is the one thing that like with my friends when we would go out like in the morning after you have been drinking all night in college, right? You go to IHOP or Denny's, something late at night, and you get the greasy hash browns and the eggs, and, you know, more than just the carbs, it was like the grease that comes right. from it.
0: The next one here says to avoid dark colored beverages. So, um, oh, no, no, it says avoid darker colored alcoholic beverages. That gets you really hungover. So maybe that's what you're not drinking Hmm. Not I love hun- bourbon, so, <laughs> so that, <doesn't, laughs> no, no that one, one doesn't work
1: for me. And I and I love red wine,
0: so. Here are some uncommon remedies that people posted online for a for, uh, hangover. So the first one is a 7-Eleven Slurpee and chicken taquitos from 7-Eleven. That sounds good. Or, or yeah. I would just substitute like any kind of... Slurpee and then go to Quick Trip and get some taquitos right, right. from Quick Trip, yeah, so roller right? Food. Roller food. Roller oh, food, yeah. So good. Someone said sardines on toast helps with hangovers. Was
1: that my grandmother? I mean, that just <laughs> right. that sounds ancient. Well,
2: like, for me, part of the hangover is the slight queasiness, and I like fish, and I'm cool with sardines, but I couldn't eat, like, Whole fish on a piece of bread hungover.
0: Right, that would be bad. Yeah. I, I don't see that ending well. This is a good one. I love like cocktails of, of stuff to like mix together to get over your hangover. So this is Alka Seltzer lemon lime mixed with emergency, and then you add a lemon LaCroix, and then you mix it all together.
2: And just like a little bit of meth.
0: And just a little <laughs> like t- bit of a tiny meth. Bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll really get you <laughs> flying high.
2: It'll fix you up.
0: This is one I've used before: a hot shower in total darkness. But then you add in—I've never done this part—a mug of bone broth and an edible.
2: Okay. That sound like it would work. I feel like these are like you have to be prepared to be hungover. <laughs> <laughs> like.
1: Well, that's what I was saying about the the emergency and the and the. You gotta have uh, all that. in your I'm like, yeah. you gotta mix that up. Yeah. Like, you gotta be like a, a chemist or something, uh-huh. mixing that all up the night before. Because who wants to get up in the morning and have to think about? How much Alka Seltzer and emergency? You to just got to have mess. that
0: hangover kit ready. You know, you got to have that drawer full of that stuff. Here's some weird ones: drinking sweet pickle juice or Korean pear juice the night before. Huh? And you will. Hey, is that what you're doing? You're drinking Korean no, pear juice. No, but I just
1: wonder who <laughs> all has that in their pantry ready to go. Well, now you
0: know. Now you yeah. can go buy it.
2: Right. Now
1: I'm just gonna go get some. Set
2: up an Amazon dash button for co- right? Korean pear juice. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, I've, I didn't it's know. Probably yeah, good. I don't know enough about
0: pears. Oh, this is a good one. Hot Cheetos or Takis with a Dr. Pepper. It sounds like hard. Is this just people just going like yeah. their order, just going to 7-Eleven mm-hmm. or Quick Trip? Well, I
2: have done like like spicy food. I think is good with a hangover. Kind of you know gets you going again. I like spicy food anyway. But especially in the morning, it's like this...
1: It makes you sweat. You're going to sweat those toxins out of you. So I live in a great area in Herbland Park. Below my apartment is a nail salon and a liquor store. Nice. So I never need to leave, right? And I work from home. So it's beautiful. But downstairs, And your nails look really
2: nice right now. Thank you. Way to go. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
1: So I go down there often, Ian and Eric with Uncorked, hey, a free okay. plug for them. They have they 25 years each in the restaurant industry business. It is a very carefully curated section of wines, liquors, whatever. But at the front, they have hangover pills. And I don't know if you've heard of those, but we're talking about hangovers. And when we went to the Chiefs game, one of my very good childhood friends came up from my hometown, and she bought some of those and took them the night of the the Chiefs game after we got home.
0: Oh, after.
1: I think what, whatever it was, she followed the directions okay. and she took them. Now I guess she's probably a fairly uh, often hangover person. Okay. I don't know how to say those <laughs> I was words. I'm so
2: excited to hear what you're going to say. I
1: know, and um, she said they worked. So I don't know what magic is in them. For maybe those, wow. for some people, are doable. Ooh. Maybe it's
0: like zinc or something. They say magnesium, zinc. potassium. Yeah. It's
1: probably like a something to keep you from getting dehydrated. Or
0: maybe it's like the pill form or of uh, Korean pear juice. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I'm gonna have to go
1: look at. I'm going have to go look up the ingredient list. Yeah.
0: Now. Well, so you've never, never been over. Let's try to get you really drunk <laughs> tonight, <laughs> and see what we can do to get you. Only your if you're first... gonna
1: take the dog out later. <laughs> <You are. laughs> A poor little guy.
0: Um. So every week here on the show, I gotta check the taco news stories of the week. This is the taco ticker. Let's let's check it. What do you say? All right. <laughs> 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 all right so taco ticker story number one yesterday was national margarita day did either of you partake of margaritas yesterday or did you hold off to celebrate national margarita day today
2: i was not informed that it was national margarita i'm yeah you didn't get a i know that ignorance is not an excuse you didn't get an email from corporate. <laughs> yeah, I was not alerted to that. <laughs> from corporate margarita, from Big Marg. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: I didn't have one either. Didn't I'm celebrate. Okay. Not sure. I knew it was. I know that there's all these random days of things, right. right? Margaritas probably not one I'm watching for. I love them, but they're not. That's not the drink I like seek out when I'm going to drink somewhere. Okay.
0: Do you have a favorite margarita spot in Kansas City? Who has the best margarita going right now in KC?
2: You know, for for me, and this is all like. Because I'm so into beer and I've spent so much time like thinking about beer and evaluating it on like this objective level like this quality assurance thing, I'm really stupid about liquor and wine on purpose so that I can just drink really shitty things and not know they're shitty. So like for me what plan like uh chelis they do they do monday margaritas they're two for five bucks and they're nice. they're great they're great two dollars like, you can even an iced tea for 250 right right so like they're amazing That's margaritas it's so, like i like that quite a bit
1: yeah i again i don't seek out margaritas i tend to like medelo or dos Equis when i go have mexican food when i was in mexico in puerto vallarta i drink beer not margaritas but i do think hey macho's margaritas are pretty good i will get those i'm i typically stick to the like Lime traditional margarita on the rocks with salt. I don't deviate from that very much.
0: What do you think of the taco hangover margaritas so far? Good. Yeah,
1: I think it's it's pretty tasty. My
2: ears are warm. Yeah. Okay. It, it good. tastes good. Good. There's it's booze smooth. in it. Yeah. Yep. It'll do.
0: It'll do, it'll work. Taco ticker story number two. We always talk about on the show here how Kansas City is a very tough taco market. There's a lot of taco places to choose from. Mm-hmm. There's always new places opening up. Well, there's been some closings recently some taco spots that we've actually recorded at and done here on the show and reviewed on the show. Taco Republic, their County Line Road location right across from Oklahoma Joe's, uh, or sorry, Joe's KC Barbecue, it closed on February 4th. They closed that location. They decided not to renew their lease. It was open for 10 years. The newer location at Corn Square is still open, but yeah, that location closed. Did you ever go there to I went to their
1: soft opening I was there. Ten years ago. Yes. Um, Soft
0: taco opening.
1: Yes, soft Ah. taco. I remember it, and I remember thinking it was super cool because they just kept bringing you everything. It's not like when I went to the soft opening of Snooze. Sorry, Snooze. I love you, but you could get, like, one thing. And I'm like, well, that's not really trying things at Taco Republic. Like, they brought everything oh, out, nice. and that's really when I fell in love with uh, Mexican street corn because yeah, yeah. I hadn't really had the it before Lodids then. Are awesome, yeah. And they they were very good at that location. Um, are you an
2: influencer? No. Do you, get, do you get invited to influencer nights?
1: I mean, n- not a ton. No, I'm not interesting. I don't.
2: have yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, don't offer a whole me. lot. Yeah. <laughs> you don't me I always I always see like when there's an influencer night going on, you can tell because the same people are posting the same picture (laughs) Ah, or like the same like here's the phrase you should use to describe the restaurant and I'm like these people are boring (laughs) but like I also I don't want to go and be forced to say nice things about a place I don't like sometimes they do
1: it all for the gram it's like you get paid to do this I just I want to be honest yeah right I want to be kind when I deliver my remarks but
0: that's why I had you here on the show tonight because I knew you were going to be honest you too Jeremy you're going to
2: I can't lie. Yeah. I wish I could. It would make life easier.
1: It probably would, (laughs) right?
0: Were you a fan of that location of Taco Republic? Did you ever go there a lot?
1: I I went there a couple of times. Again, it's not an El Camino Real. It's it's not a Rudy's. It's not... But it was fun for something a little bit different. And... Sometimes a little bit different is good.
0: Did you ever go to Lalo's Kitchen, Lalo's the Corner? It's got two names, Lalo's Kitchen and the Corner. It's it was in uh, Mission. They closed. No. I think today was their last day open. We reviewed them on the show. It was this mom and pop place. He closed it. I think he's going to do catering, but it was it was one of the best places we ever reviewed on the show, and they closed. And also the re reopened now closed again. Port Fonda closed in December. It wasn't reopened for very long, maybe just like a year and a half. And then Komototo Sushi Burrito, it closed in the, Overland Park.
1: Uh, in Overland Park. I yeah. never tried that. I couldn't get past the sushi, I love sushi and I love burritos, but I don't think I want to rub my hands together with those.
2: It's so much. Like, I, I'm down. Like, I've had the sushi burrito. It's fine, but it's it's so much. When we it's
0: reviewed good. the place, we don't talk about burritos on the show. I'm sorry I didn't give you the paperwork before <laughs> the okay. sign that you wouldn't talk about burritos. We had the sushi tacos there, and they were interesting, very different. I mean, I just don't think Kansas is ready for sushi burritos and sushi tacos.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the interesting thing. So I love regular carne asada, carnitas, yeah. barbacoa, whatever you've got, right? And like I said, K Matras has excellent fish tacos, but I was in San Juan, Puerto Rico, and their fish tacos are like none other because they're pulling things out of the ocean on a regular basis. I was in San Diego, and the one thing I wanted to try while I was there, besides all of the breweries that I went to by myself, I had my Uber guy just hang out with me all day. It was awesome. And then he took me to get shark tacos. Oh, wow. Those were phenomenal. Tell me about that. I don't think that you could get them anywhere else but San Diego, right? I've not
2: seen shark tacos on a menu anywhere
0: before. Yeah. um, Is that legal to kill shark and make them into tacos? I don't know. (laughs) It should be. They did. (laughs) (laughs) Those bastards. It
1: It was a very busy restaurant. I remember this. It was a very busy restaurant right off of the water. And I was by myself and I just went in and I sat down and... I had been drinking all day at, like, five different breweries, and I went in. Not and
0: hungover. Not hungover. Hung
1: and chips and salsa and, and shark tacos. Huh. And the shark tacos were very, I mean, it was simple, right? It was the tortilla, the shark meat, some salsa, and maybe a little cabbage, right? And let's face it, cabbage is better on a taco than lettuce sure, any day. It is. yeah. And that was about it. And it was, you got to be okay with a little bit of texture, It's kind of blubbery, like a whale, a little bit. Did it
0: taste sharky to you?
1: Well, that was the first time I had shark, so I don't (laughs) know what it was supposed to taste like.
0: (laughs) You said it was great, Um,
1: though. I mean, it had a definite, like, ocean, like, fish
0: would have, not
1: too fishy. Okay. I would eat them again, and I would actually like to go back there and, like, go to various restaurants and find the best shark taco.
0: yeah. Sounds good. All right, final uh, taco ticker story. Jack in the Box. Are you a fan of their tacos? You had them before? Never had them. Never had them. They had a special this week uh, for their 72nd birthday. On February 21st, Jack in the Box offered two tacos for $0.72, cents, but only for Jack Pack Rewards members. Are you guys Jackpack Rewards
2: members? I've never
1: eaten at a Jack in the Box. <laughs>
2: My mom told me not to talk about that in <laughs> oh, public. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Good call. Uh, Oh, my God.
0: So they're usually like a dollar for two, but this special day. That's really cheap, but they're not very big, are they? They're like those Burger King ones. They're very thin. And the meat, you don't really know what it is, but they're delicious, you know. It's It's shark. That's like
1: the In a Tub tacos.
0: Oh, In a Tub, yeah. God bless In a Tub. It's very good. It has its
1: place. Oh, yeah, for sure. Precisely after a Warrior Dash competition.
0: Oh, is that where you go?
1: Well, I did. You did. I mean I only did it once, but okay. then we immediately went to Initub and I do think I ate like four of them and regretted it immediately.
0: Oh you regret, regret No, they're it. delicious oh, okay. and I love
1: them. But mixing with like the adrenaline from the Warrior Dash and you know the Gatorade that I ingested or whatever it was, it just didn't <laughs>
2: <laughs> Too but, much powder going in. I guess, right? Wait, so have you I wanna I'm so fascinated by this never been hungover thing. Have you, have you barfed from drinking too much?
1: I have thrown up one time. Just once? Nope. I'm sorry. Twice. Uh, Once in Puerto Vallarta, actually, yeah. because...
2: It's a beautiful place to puke.
1: Well, I was at an all-inclusive, and what are you yeah. going to do, right? Hey, um, I threw
2: up at an
0: all-inclusive once. It's just a great place to throw up. It
1: was fantastic. And, and they it
0: for the most part. Yeah. They had
1: these sliding glass windows that opened <laughs> from your bed. You could see the tub from there, and the, it was very weird. Yeah. Lovely, though. So I did there, and then um, one was at a bar a number of years ago like 10 no more at a bar in olathe because my first husband was a drummer never date the drummer ladies and he was playing and i was so unhappy to be there that i just drank a lot just and got after it, yeah. threw up on the sidewalk outside and then
0: you yes. felt fine the next day
1: i felt fine right after i just went back inside and kept drinking wow. oh yeah
2: the boot and rally yeah, yeah okay yeah all right
1: but just twice okay what about you
2: more than twice.
1: <laughs> Did your mom tell you you could talk about
2: it? My mom, my mom told me I could talk about that, yeah. No, I believe, I believe in pulling the trigger. Like, at the end of the night, if you know, like, man, if I can get this out now, I'm going to feel way better in the morning. I don't think that's a problem.
1: I don't disagree with you. With I mean, a- who wants to have that sloshy yeah. stomach? Especially if you, like, go to a post-drinking meal, then you've got all of that alcohol and all the food sitting in there.
2: I've definitely done it not on purpose, too, though.
1: And you?
0: (laughs) Yeah so glad we aren't eating our tacos right now. <laughs> or grossing the people out hung... at the table yeah, next yeah. to us. Yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about blowing chunks very loud. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, we've all, uh, we've all been there and, we, and then hung over the next day. Yeah. Except um, me. Except you.
1: <laughs> put that on a dating profile. <laughs>
0: right. I don't get hung over. No, I
1: shouldn't put that on because then I'd never yeah, get a yeah. date, right? right? Nobody wants You're to right. take out the girl that can drink and drink and drink. You're I feel right. like
2: you, I, I mean, I haven't been on a date in a very long time.
1: I don't want to. But I
2: feel like I feel like that's a selling point. Not to say you're like a used car, but I feel like <laughs> like I've never been ho- like if I never have to deal with someone being hungover, that's awesome. Like it then is. you can focus on me being hungover. Yeah. Yeah. They can take oh, care of me while care.
0: I'm hungover. Cuz yeah. I'm a
2: selfish dude. That whole yeah.
1: And give mother me my saltine to on, on
0: toast. Yeah, yeah.
1: My sardines <laughs> my on toast,
2: sardines, right? On, my I'll sardines, sardines bring on toast. To like yeah. pear juice. Yeah.
0: Let's take a quick break. We're going to order some tacos. We'll be right back after these messages. This episode of Taco the Town is sponsored by Heath Injury Law. Heath Injury Law dedicates every day to advocating for people who have been injured due to someone else's conduct. Attorney Blake Keith, who along with his wife, Sakina, are certified taco enthusiasts, and I have dined on tacos with them right here on Taco the Town, takes pride in being the voice for his clients in court and standing up to insurance companies and large corporations who have negligently taken away someone's health or loved one. The firm specializes in complex personal injury, wrongful death, trucking and commercial vehicle, medical malpractice, and sexual abuse cases. For more information, be sure to check out their website today at heathinjurylaw.com. And now it's time for Guac Talk. Okay, we just got some guac and we got some chips and salsa. What's everyone's first thoughts? Um, Sarah, you just had the guac and you were taking them back. You said it was amazing.
1: So... For one, I like the chips because they're light. So, unless they're fried and light, I, I like a light chip that kind of breaks easily. To me, the guac is very fresh. So, every piece of it you can taste. I love that they have the pico on the top because I do think it adds to it. Yeah, but I, I just, love it when they do that. Like, I feel that lime in there. Like, it's a very, it's a very bright taste. And that's how I want my guac to taste like you order from like chipotle or you get delivery and it comes and you order chips and guac and the guac is brown right right, because it's the very bottom of the barrel this is the opposite of that
2: i often feel drawn or called to like doctor up guac with salt and pepper and more lime and i'm really happy with this guacamole yeah yeah like i think it's hard to put too much salt in guacamole but i'm a person where i like salt in food where it's like right up to that line if there was any more salt it would be too much
1: oh I'm that's why i like salt yeah yeah, and I tend to like like the flake salt or the sea salt, right where you get it. Like
2: crunchy salt, yep.
1: But that that is a actually a very good a very good walk cuz most of the items that are in there aren't typically salty anyways.
2: Yep, it's good.
1: But you got to have that cilantro in there.
2: Cilantro is so important. You cannot put too much cilantro on anything.
1: I would, oh my gosh, we agree on that.
2: That's so good to hear that you're pro and not no cilantro. I feel bad for the people. Like they, it tastes like soap it's to soap them. Soap people, yeah. But that would I be so, so disappointing so, if that happened to me. I feel sorry
1: for those people. Very so sorry. I, I can't even imagine. I
2: like guess someone who's in, yeah, like I'm into Mexican food. We like going to Mexico. We'd like to own a house in Puerto Vallarta at some point. Like I would be so devastated if like one like a COVID effect would be like all of a sudden I can't eat cilantro anymore. Oh. I'd be so bummed out by that.
1: Or like a cilantro shortage.
0: Oh my gosh! Our uh, tacos just arrived and they're beautiful. Let's uh, let's take a look at these beautiful tacos. Take some pictures with them. Pose with them. Pet them, and then and then we'll eat them. Town of the taco, Kansas City, oh, the place I love. We got to do the town of the taco. That is where we discuss the town that the tacos are in, Kansas City. I have a cup here filled with Kansas City topics. I will have each of you pull a topic, and then we will discuss. Who'd like
2: to pull one first? I'll do it, Jeremy. All right. It says, "Best thing about KC, worst thing about KC." Uh oh. Oh. It's tricky. So I, I, I'm like on a hiatus. Maybe I used to host a podcast called "I Love This Town." On, on the 610 Sports Network. And I think the best thing about Kansas City is the people. I've traveled a lot and I've, I've also hosted a lot of people from other parts of the, the country here. And they always tell me, people here are like weird nice, almost creepy nice. And in one story, I, w- I was hosting some folks from uh, Los Angeles and they told me, they're like, dude, the weirdest thing happened last night. We went out to this bar and the bartender asked how we were doing and he stopped to listen to our answer. We're like, "Yeah, that's that's normal. That's how <laughs> normal people behave." And there's also just like a um, a disdain for for bullshit or fake people in Kansas City because everyone's so real and honest and open all the time and not not everyone, everyone, but for the most part. So I think I think the people are the best thing about Kansas City. I think the worst thing about Kansas City is this idea that we have to be in competition with other cities not only around the country but within the state. I work for a brewery based out of St. Louis and it's so funny to me when people are like, "Oh, St. Louis beer, huh?" Which communicates to me very quickly that you don't know anything about the St. Louis beer scene because we're the highest volume craft brewery in St. Louis and it's a very competitive scene and like that's saying if we can sell the most beer out of any brewery in St. Louis apart from Anheuser-Busch obviously, like that's that's doing something, but there's this weird inferiority complex that I don't think needs to exist. Because we have all these awesome things. We had two World Series. We've had how many? Three Super Bowls. Two, yep.
1: three Super Bowl appearances. Yeah, yeah two Super Bowl I don't know then. things about
2: football. I'm an idiot. Oh, I'll um, tell you
1: everything you want to know.
2: <laughs> but we've had we've had all these things that are awesome. We're getting the World Cup. We have the NFL draft. Yeah. We have the streetcar. You know, we we have the Nelson Atkins Museum. We have the Negro League Baseball Museum. But we have this weird inferiority complex that is silly, and it, it communicates this weird like insecurity that I don't understand. I think I think that's the worst thing about Kansas City, and it's getting better, because I can remember, you know, in like 2011, 2012, traveling, and like, oh, you, oh, Kansas City. I'm like, yeah, you should come visit. And people are like, yeah, right. I live in Philadelphia. Yeah, over country. I live in Boston. Why would I do that? And then people started coming to Kansas City, and they realized like, whoa, this is a great town. So when they would say, hey, Kansas City's awesome, we could say thank you in a way that says I know, and instead of saying. Oh my God! Thank you. Like it's, I'm so happy you love our town. I think theres every growing city experiences that probably where there's like this weird, where you know, where have we been? Where are we going? Kind of thing. But just be happy with who we are. And I think um, I don't remember who said it, but comparison is a thief of joy. Hmm. And just just be happy being Kansas City. We don't need to be the Chicago of Missouri or the whatever city in another state just be Kansas City.
1: I'm so glad that you said that though about the people and I don't want to steal what you said cuz it's amazing but just as a person who has family in others in other cities my nephew and his friends came for the Jaguars Chiefs playoff game cuz they were from Jacksonville big Jacksonville fans. My nephew's been here before for a game in 2017 hi john um, and he brought they his the friends a potato
0: up wasn't the potato lady, was it? They weren't the people making fun of the potato lady. No, but wasn't she so cute?
1: (laughs) No, um, the funny... I should tell you a story offline about my nephew and his shoes at the Chiefs game at that game, and having to go to the pro store and buy women's clogs. It's very funny. Okay. But um, (laughs) they came, and when I was getting ready to take them back to the airport, aside from and thank you for the new terminal, because... They couldn't get anything to eat while they were there. But they said, we have never been to a city that is so welcoming to outsiders. And it feels like genuine joy. And I saw that. I saw that every time we were at a game. Now, don't get me wrong. There are those fans, right, that that are just not the best representatives. They argue with people online. They argue with people at the stadiums. But what I saw and what I was around was absolute kindness really and genuine from like Midwest kindness.
0: I think a lot of the stuff you guys are talking about is is going to change and hopefully is already changing just because of how we've been having a lot of, we've been winning a lot lately as a city. We've got, you know, we've got a World Series. We've got two Super Bowls. We've got the new, we've got the streetcar. We've got the uh, new terminal going in. So
1: I dated an architect that lived downtown and like, I graduated from high school into college, like 2001, 2002, where it was like desolate. The only thing down there was the Folgers plant and the Phoenix, which I still love to this day. And then like the spaghetti factory had just closed and there was nothing else down there. It's not the same city. No.
0: Here, I'll have you pull a topic real quick. Oh
1: God, I'm nervous probably something i can't speak on (laughs) worst kansas city concert i ever attended
0: oh man we get this one a lot what's the worst kansas city concert you've ever attended
2: i got one so i saw i went to uh red white and boom back in
1: (laughs) at the speedway
2: uh yeah back in like 2000 maybe 2001 and i ate 10 hits of acid and had a i had a terrible time Just a terrible time. On purpose. On purpose. <laughs> yeah, on pr- yeah. I ate the. It wasn't on an accident. No, no, no. Okay. But um, but Def Leppard played, and mm. Train was there, and I think Leanne Rimes was there, and it was the weirdest collection of of artists I've ever seen. But because of what I what I'd eaten that day, I I couldn't tell. It was hard to distinguish who was playing. Like actually, at the show. And like when house music was on, you know, Mm. it was a very confusing show. It was super hot and there's a weird creepy guy who kept like trying to spray women with a hose. And it was by far the worst concert experience I've ever had ever.
1: (laughs) So it's interesting that you say that because I think that is the name of the concert that I took my daughter to. So her, one of her very first concerts, Bieber was the first, which was in St. Louis and it was actually very good. But the second one was I took her to see Megan Trainer. and it was at the Independence Event Center where the Mavericks play hockey. But they called it Red White and something. So I'm thinking maybe they scaled it down because this she was born in '04, so she was it was this was probably thir- 2012, 2013 maybe. And Megan was fine. I mean, she was good. She can sing. She puts out some good music, some boppers or whatever. But the 27 hours of like side acts that come before the main event right and it's everyone trying to break into the music industry and please bless them I love them like do your thing and I love all kinds of music except for bro country but it was brutal it really was I mean it was just the sound was terrible in there it was very muddy sounding I felt like everyone was on stage screaming it just, it was not a fun time. And so I think it was kind of along that same concept. It just was not good.
0: That sounds terrible too, because you were indoors and you were kind of trapped, right? You couldn't like walk around on like it's a rough, festival yeah. No,
1: no. It wasn't, it wasn't like a Buzz Beach Ball, right? right? Where you could go to a number of different places or you could like walk out, right? At like, if you go to a concert at like T-Mobile. I tend to like the outdoor. I will always call it Sandstone.
3: Yep. Right. Right? Yep.
1: I love Sandstone because I like outdoor. I love the crossroads. I saw Snoop Dogg there. Uh, as a VIP with a broken foot in like 110 Whoa. degree weather. It was very weird. Oh my he was, gosh. He was 45 minutes late because he was getting absolutely <laughs> He was high as fuck. Oh my God. <laughs> he he came out of his limo and when he opened the doors it was like the fog cloud <laughs> lifted, like right?
0: He just stepped out of his it limo onto the stage it from the amaz- street. Yes. That's amazing. It was
1: amazing. But yeah, that was a terrible concert. They I get why they do it and it's fine but That's not for me. All-day concerts are not for me.
0: It's rough. All right, these tacos are calling our name. What do you say? Let's put these tacos to the test. It's time. All right, so what did everybody... Order. We kind of ordered along the same lines. I did al pastor, I did carnitas, and I did the birria. What did you order, Jeremy?
2: I also have the al pastor. I have carnitas, and then I got the uh, beer can chicken.
0: Ooh, which one did you just take a bite of? Is that the beer can
2: chicken? No, that's the carnitas. There. Okay. And I put the habanero sauce on it, and it's hot, but it's not crazy hot. Okay. I'm broken though. Are, right. Are
1: those different sauces?
2: Yeah. One, the okay, yellow good. one is the habanero, and then the orange is the Diablo. Mm. And you should eat either. Yeah, I didn't. They're clean.
1: So I did the birria. I did the blackened shrimp taco with the pickled onions. And then did I do al pastor with the pineapple and the... Yep. Yes.
0: Yep. Okay. yep. Yeah, they're al pastor. The chunks are pretty big. Lots of cilantro, and we're, we're all cilantro fans here. Yep, yep. Lots of onion. Um, all of the tortillas are corn, except you can request flour. Sarah, you requested flour for your shrimp, right? Okay. Um and then they give you for the birria, there's not a lot of the uh the beef consomme to dip no, but it in. But it's very good. Did you pour it did you put it on like salsa or you, are you dipping it? I'm a dipper. You're a dipper, okay.
1: The one thing I say I can't appreciate about this is so I am not a huge raw onion fan unless it comes to street tacos. Then I want like raw onion I'm and same. cilantro. Same. Yeah. yeah. So so it's, I want <clears throat> them, right? And I feel like their ratio of meat to onion to cilantro is actually very good. It is good, yeah. If they're not going to package it separately, which some places do if you get carry out, which I actually appreciate, but these onions are diced fine enough that they're all consistently the same size, and you don't always find that with restaurants, right? They'll just kind of whatever, willy-nilly, throw stuff on there, but I I feel like they did a really good job on that.
2: I'm really happy with the carnitas. It's, um, It's nice and greasy. Um, there's some crisp or crunch to them. The best carnitas are, you know, they're stewed or braised or whatever. And then they drop them in the fryer real quick to crisp them up before they serve them. And I'm really digging the habanero salsa. I, I'm the guy, when I go to a Mexican restaurant, I'm like, bring me the salsa that you think is hot. Like, that's, mm. what, that's what I want. It's like the stuff that you think is really hot. And, you know, you'll see the guys in the kitchen, like, leaning out, kind of watching you eat it. And I want I want that stuff.
1: Right, because they're the ones that probably can handle the heat a lot more.
2: Yeah, and I'm the same, like... I was just telling uh, that, I, that I'm broken, you know, like I can't remember. my wife and I, we, um, we had some hot uh, Nashville hot chicken sandwiches recently and I'm eating mine and I'm thinking like, this isn't spicy at all. What's going on? And I have her taste. I'm like, is this hot? And she's like, that's very hot. I'm like, OK, I'm broken.
1: You yeah. are broken. I've,
2: I've gone so far that I've broken myself. Yeah. Is that
1: local Nashville hot chicken?
2: It was local, yeah.
1: So I I used to have to travel to Nashville for my job, right? And Hattie B's is like the place. Oh, they don't
2: play there. It's hot. Yeah.
1: Oh my god, I thought I was going to die, it was so hot. Yeah. Like Heartburn City. Couldn't sleep that night. Talk awesome. about
0: that's a hangover too, when you have a Nashville hot chicken. Oh. That you need a day to recover from and that. And the
1: pimento mac and cheese. So what here's what I find is interesting between the three of us and and I don't know if it's normal or not, but you know, a lot of people, when they're going through and they're trying stuff, they'll take a bite of everything before they kind of circle back and finish stuff. Except for you, you just, you just <laughs> took a bite of I just ruined your t- thing you did, here. But like, I am the type of person, right, where I finish one whole taco, if I want to, before I move on to the second one, because I want to finish something before I start the next one so that I can actually have a complete, I don't, I don't know how you say that, right? A complete like break from the other one. Some people go like one, two, three. I'm just like one, one, one.
0: I'm that way regularly, but for this show, I kind of have to taste one and taste really fast, you know, to get through the
1: show. Did anybody try their salsa verde? How was that? It's It's great.
2: Really good, yeah. I like salsa verde a little bit spicier than that.
1: So I'm a salsa verde tomatillo fan for salsa. When I'm making, like, chilaquiles for breakfast or I'm doing, like, eggs and, like, I like to make hash out of everything. So if you give me chorizo, like, I'm going to do hash browns, chorizo, like, peppers and onions, some salsa verde or some tomatillo salsa, some runny fucking eggs. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. So good. Sorry. It sounds so good. Right? Like, yeah. even though I'm not hungover, like, that's what I... If I go to a... <laughs> like, I want to make that hash the next if day. If you're
0: hungover, there's no way you could make I call
1: an it amazing Harper. breakfast. I call yeah. it a Harper hash. And it's deli- It's delightful. It's not, like, hash, like, you know, normally you would think of, but...
2: do you ever wish that you were hungover so that you could experience, like the restorative properties of hangover food?
1: Yeah, as long as it didn't keep me from being productive. Look, I know that there is a time for your body to rest. Sure. And especially recently, like I've been trying to listen to myself to like slow down and just, live. I'm an empty nester. Like, what do I have to do? I don't have a kid thing to go sure. to. However, as I said in my motto, I like, get one life. Yeah. So like, my I know that my time is limited and I don't know how long that is. So I don't want to spend it being down sure. and sick. So if you can like keep me from like having to stay in bed all day, yes, give me the hangover. I'll feel it. It's I mean, fine. I feel
2: like what I just asked you though is like, can you appreciate swimming if you've never drowned? It was like <laughs> it was a really dumb. Have thing, you drowned like, before? No, I've not drowned before. <laughs> I've not. I saved, I'm glad I, for that. Yeah, I saved someone from drowning once. I was a lifeguard in high school, and you would think so that was I. you would think that having that experience would make you feel good. But I just felt sick and wanted to go home. I hated it.
1: Yeah, we had to do CPR on a kid one time. It's outside. terrible. Yeah, yeah, it is terrible. It's
2: terrible seeing someone, especially a kid, in that situation. They're like, Don't you feel great? I'm like, No, I want to go home. Yeah, and i be by myself.
1: I don't float, I'm an anchor, so like I <laughs> just like sink to the bottom. Hefty.
2: One
0: thing I'm noticing about the El Pastor is the pineapple chunks are huge. Mm-hmm. Very, they
1: overpower it? Every, going in. Every,
0: everything in the alpastore, like the the uh, the chunks are uh, the alpastore is very big too, so lots of chunks. Lots of pineapple chunk in there. I like a tinier pineapple in my al pastor, but it was good. Birria was good. I kind of like it better when they're when it's uh, fried a little bit more. Yep, I like the fried birria better. So uh, the, with yeah, more the... cheese, this doesn't even have any cheese on it. So
1: right, that's the case. Of birria, though, correct. And I didn't know that until a couple of weeks ago when I knew that at the Taquiera La Nueva, the way that you order it on there is either birria or quesabiria. And quesabiria obviously is cheese and it is more fried. It has the cheese on the outside. And then it's kind of that really like sick amber color that comes and then you dip it in the, in the sauce, the consomme or whatever it is. I like to dip things. Like I'm a big French dip fan. So like the birria just, let me tell you the best birria tacos I've ever had though. They're not in Kansas City.
0: Okay. I actually feel that we are on the other side of the the Birria
1: Well, then I'm late to the party as usual. But the best Birria tacos and the first, and maybe that's why, because it was my first interaction with them. I went to see my nephew and my niece in Jacksonville, Florida, which is not my favorite place in the world. But we did go to this really cool, like outdoor, like It wasn't a venue, but it was like all of these restaurants and bars and shops and everything was outdoor, but it was very light and music was playing everywhere and there were streetlights everywhere. I don't really feel like we have something here quite like that. Not from a nightclub scene. And so we went and we been to
0: Oak Park mall before. Yeah,
1: that's not it. I have. I hate. I I avoid them all. (laughs) Give me Amazon every day. Because that's the kind of vibes I was
0: feeling when you were describing. This is not it. Oh, okay. Um,
1: But so we went there and we went to this place that had these garage doors, right? That opened and you could eat, and that was my first experience with birria tacos, and I fell in love. And that was this summer. It'll be three years. So that was when my love affair with birria tacos started, and I have been trying to find them here ever since. And other than here, the only other place I found them was at the place in Overland Park that I like.
0: They're pretty much everywhere now. Okay, yeah. okay. They've kind of taken over the menu.
1: So I'm just behind the times as usual.
0: There was a restaurant in KCK that, where that's all they made was Birria, And they're from Chicago, the family. They closed down last year. It was the best. El Menudazo. It was great. But yeah, I feel like we're kind of at, it's kind of like everyone has Birria now. Back then it was like three years ago, it was just a couple places. But now... You know
1: what's interesting is you say that that was a Chicago family. And you have to wonder, like, I've always been a fan of like Chicago beef, right? Portillo's or Mr. A's in like Crystal Lake, Illinois. Oh, yeah. Barrington area, right? The Italian beef, you get it with the beef and the and the sweet peppers and you always get it dipped, right? If you don't get it dipped, there is something wrong with you. And it's that gravy or sauce or consomme or Have dip you been to or- Pizza
0: Man in Lonexa?
1: No. Do they have one there? It's a
0: Chicago place. Well, they used to
1: have a place here that opened in the old uh, Taco Villa place on 135th, but I think they went out of business. Which is sad, but I wonder if the people that did the birria tacos in Chicago, the Chicago family, if they took that concept right from the dipped Chicago beef.
0: I don't think they created the birria, but uh, uh, if you go to Pizza Man in Lenexa, it's right next to the old Stonewall where it's Grinders Stonewall now. Oh, yeah. Just up the hill there in that little strip mall, go to Pizza Man. They have one of the best Italian beefs Mm. in Kansas City. Has everyone tried all their tacos? Yes. So, no. Are you ready to give your final review? Uh, one to five golden tacos, five being best. What would if you give? If you
1: let Jeremy go first, because I still need to eat the shrimp one.
2: Okay. I really enjoyed both my carnitas and the al pastor. The beer can chicken is a little bit drier than I expected it would be, but I can fix that with sauce. You know, like, that's the beauty of tacos is like, it's kind of like pizza, where it's like, sure, there's pizza I it over other pizza, but it's still, I still have tacos in front of me. I'm still really happy. I really like the habanero salsa. What kind of sauce is that
0: on the beer can chicken? I don't know.
2: I think it's like a like a Chipotle mayo would okay. be my guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like a like a pinkish mayonnaise. It's it's like it's really good and the flavors are there, but I would just prefer um, the, the chicken to have a little more uh, moisture. I know that's oh. an awful. I know, I know. I said moisture, not I didn't say I want the chicken to be moist.
1: It's the same thing though. I know. But
2: I but I've read things <laughs> I've read like um, like the debunking of the beer can chicken—that it really doesn't do anything. It doesn't. But that it's—it's it's cool to look at. It looks awesome. It looks cool. It's a cool show. It sounds neat. But I—I've I've read How that. it really often, doesn't when
0: come. you're trying to—you're going out and selling beer, do people go, "Hey, can I do beer can chicken with this beer?" Not once.
2: <laughs> yeah. What, what's so funny is like when—when when I was a brewer at Boulevard, versus being a sales guy now, the things that I thought were really important for people to know about the beer, some of them are still really important. But there's so many things that I'm never asked about beer now when I'm out selling it. And people never ask me. I never get asked the IBUs. I rarely get asked the ABV. And I also rarely get asked the price of our beer. And I always tell our brewers when I go back to St. Louis to hang out, I'm like, you guys make such good beer that nobody ever asks me how much it costs. So
1: we shouldn't, right? Because if it's good, you just buy it. Sometimes buy it. it's yeah. expensive. Well, I'm and one. sometimes it's not. I buy a great bottle of wine for 20 bucks and I feel like I've hit the lottery. Sure.
2: And I've had like, and like I said earlier in the, in the episode, like I'm ignorant about wine on purpose. It's like, I can, I can really enjoy a $7 bottle of wine and I can really enjoy a $77 bottle of wine. But is that, is it that much more enjoyable for me that it's worth it? Probably not. I got but, a
1: box that's open at home. But if you, but box but of if you wine. yeah. but
2: if you bring that $77 bottle. I'm going to help you drink it. Heck yeah. Every time. You got a box of Franzia?
1: No, no, no. Oh. It's a little bit better than that, right? Because oh, okay. remember, the, the liquor store below my apartment. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right? There's no Franzia there. Okay. They have a very cool beer cooler that is very curated towards, like, they have your yard beers, which I appreciate right sure. on, on, like, tailgate days. But they've done a really good job of putting in, like, local-ish or regional beers from all, you know, from all of the different styles. And then they have price points for all of their liquors and wines that are, you know, low, medium, high. So this one is kind of a medium price. It's like $22 for the box. It's four bottles of wine. And it is a, I wouldn't be a Red Blend fan normally, but I'm a huge fan of this. And I kind of shocked myself at how easy it is to get through a box of wine. (laughs) It's bad. When
0: you don't have to worry about hangovers, you know, world is your oyster, you know,
2: out of five golden tacos, five being best. The salsas are great. The guacamole is great. I'm going to go... I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm really happy with my meal. Sarah?
1: So the birria taco was great. That was
2: my favorite, too. Might
1: have liked it with the queso, right? Uh, I like a queso birria, but, but it was actually very tasty without it. So, I mean, it can stand on its own. The Al Pastor I liked, maybe it was a tiny bit sweeter than I would care for. And maybe that's because the ratio of like meat to pineapple was a little bit off, but still very tasty, right? The meat was wet. I use the word wet, not the M word. Moist. Yeah, I hate you. And then we have this last taco, which I got on a flour tortilla, separate than a corn tortilla, just because I wanted to like get... And I like it. The thing I like about that flour tortilla is it's not your typical like heavy flour tortilla, right? This is not super thick. It has some spice to it. So the pickled onions, the shrimp, the, the slaw, it still has the onion and cilantro, but it's got a little bit of that heat, which I think is probably one of these Chipotle mayos or the, or the uh, like habadero. And it's delightful. Like there's a good heat going on in my mouth, which I appreciate. I just can't finish it because I'm so full. Uh, margaritas were good. I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to agree with Danner. Like I was thinking 3.5 to 4. So I mean I would definitely come back here. I like that you can just kind of order the tacos and they and they come out and they're ready and Yeah, they're
0: all a la carte. They are opening up a drive-through here. I think the drive-through opens tomorrow. So there's a drive-through on the back side.
1: Man, I always worry about the drive-through. So like especially with like the place I love in Overland Park, right? I am super high maintenance when I order those, but by the time it gets to you, I mean, even though they wrap it in foil and things like that, it will sog through the tortilla and kind of make it a less appealing.
0: It'll make the tortilla moist.
1: If you need to use that word, that's fine, but I want to be able to like stack it in a, in a taco, like as it should be. Okay. I'm going to eat it before it gets too soggy and like falls apart.
2: What about like it like um inner foil humidity? Is, is that does that make you unhappy?
1: Is that a thing? If I
2: say humidity regarding a taco? Nope, I love nope. it. Humidity's it's, fine.
1: It's the fanatics of
2: the word. It, it's moist. Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. It is. You That's can say fair.
1: panties to me all day long. You yeah. can say upchuck barf. I don't like some of those words that women hate, yeah, I yeah. what fine, but like the phonetics right. just, cool. I don't
0: like it. I'm going to, I'm right there with you. I'm going to go 3.9 out of five golden tacos. All right. Like the birria. I wonder if they do have a, I'd love to have a quesad option. El pastor was good. I do like it a little. I like the pineapple to be a little bit smaller, but a carnitas was great. Mm-hmm. No complaints about the carnitas at all. And I'd love to try the beer can chicken. They have, what, like 10 plus types of different tacos yeah, I'd you can get Yeah, i kind of like
1: to try that chicken thigh because I know that, like Jeremy said, right, with, the, with his beer can chicken. Yeah. Maybe a little drier, it's right? Little it's white dry, meat. Yeah. Chicken thigh, though, that that's where all the juice is. Right. So I bet that is, like, right. packed full of goodness. I feel like goodness. we should also
2: mention, like, how nice and cool the staff has been. While we're doing something really weird. Right. We're sitting at a table with microphones eating tacos, and they have treated us like we're doing something completely normal. (laughs) It's
1: the first time I've really turned around and looked, and it kind of picked up in here a little bit. Yeah, it
2: did. Yeah. It's all happening. Which makes me happy. Everyone's
0: at the bar. Um, I think this is a place where people come to drink beers and uh, drink
2: cocktails and eat tacos at the bar.
1: Plus, they have your Doritos well, soda so yeah, over there I, in the I,
2: cooler. So and I was about to mention, they have, a really, yeah. they have a really awesome selection of Har-Ritos. Yeah. They also have the best one, in my opinion, the Fruit Punch, with the Punch <gasps> of the Fruit Yes. I love the Fruit Punch. It's so good. I also like the tamarind. My family does not like the tamarind. But yeah, Fruit Punch is by far the best Doritos flavor.
1: And can we talk about the fact that, and I didn't order one, right? I got a Diet Coke because that's what I do. However, when I am traveling, so I did it when I went diving in Belize, I did it when I was in San Juan, a Mexican Coke in the glass bottle with tacos. I don't know what it is about that, but there is something that's so satisfying and so like soul fulfilling about a Mexican Coke in a glass bottle. And I didn't even think about it, right? Until I turned around and saw, oh my God, they have the Mexican Coke in a glass bottle.
0: Well, we enjoyed our experience here. I have some reviews here of some other people that have eaten here. Uh, yeah. This Boy. is the time of the show called "Good and Bad Reviews" read in funny voices. Do you want to try this
1: in funny
2: voices?
0: Yeah, you have to do a funny voice of this review okay. here. Okay. Here we go.
2: Bad reviews on tug of the town, Tuck of the town, tug of the town, Tuck of
0: the town. All right, who do you have there, Jeremy?
2: So I have, I have a bad review from a guy named Blake W. Okay. And Blake W., please do not Google me and kick my ass. But here, here's how I'm going to characterize you, Blake W. <laughs> he says, this place should be called Blanco Taco, as it had very little flavor. Expensive Taco Bell if you're into that. Honestly, we knew better, but curiosity got us. We'll skip this place moving forward. Two stars. Well, two stars is wow. that, that's not that bad, dude. <laughs> Blake, like <laughs> it, that's inconsistent, buddy. Oh, Sorry, it, Blake W. Expensive is his name. Taco Bell. Yeah, that's his opinion of this. I
0: place. also
1: feel like maybe his taste buds got like burnt off from like years of eating spicy chicken wings that didn't need to be hot or something. Yeah, like know. there is flavor here.
2: I would love to see Blake W.'s review of like um, Twin Peaks. I'd be, I'd be <laughs> curious. Give him another shot, Blake. Just ask for the hot sauce next time
0: if you want some more flavor.
1: Right? Blanco. I don't know. I mean, yes. Yeah, are we sitting in, like, white area suburbia with, yeah. uh, yeah. So, Erica J. He, yeah, so this is the
0: good review, this right? This is the good review. Okay. And,
1: and I'm really going to kind of, like, take her as, like, Erica is not a grandmother name, right? But I'm going to think of, like, an older white lady that lives in Shawnee because my grandma's older and white. You know, she says, so earlier this month, I visited Taco Hangover, a new restaurant to the area. The space is small, but there are a couple of different seating options. A U-shaped bar that sits about a dozen people, a couple tables, and a string of seats facing the window. The setup works for a quick bite or casual dinner, but I certainly would not recommend bringing a large group.
0: Uh-huh. We said that, didn't yeah. we?
1: We did say that.
0: So far, no, no, uh, no lies, Erica. No lies. Good.
1: No lies detected. The menu features a variety of street tacos, and fortunately, an option that can be modified to be vegan: the meatless chorizo, which I actually think I appreciate. The waitress
0: said that's her favorite. Is the meatless? Let's,
1: let's, Let's expand on that in just a second. She says, overall, my first impression was that it's a great addition to the area. Four stars. Now, I will say for the area, it is a good addition, right? Because we got pretty like typical chain restaurants. Johnny's is around here. I love Johnny's. But I will say that when I've listened to previous podcasts, right, we do have a lot of vegetarians or vegans. And I am always looking on menus to see like, how do they accommodate, right? For the gluten people, right? You just, you eat a corn tortilla. I get that. Um, a lot of places will have like a mushroom taco or they'll have like a fried avocado taco or and they, they did have meatless chorizo. But I I maybe would like to see maybe a, another option, not just one, but maybe another like vegetarian option for people who might be interested in that.
0: Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure they'll they'll do can something talk to the management. Yeah. Well, yeah, we can we can just stop Need recording to cut my hair first. Let's, let's talk to the management. Yeah. Let's, right. let's stop Listen recording here, now. now.
1: My hair is too long for that.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we had a great taco meal here. We've got one more segment to go. Everyone, if you're having a hankering for some tasty tacos and you just want to hang out at the bar, there's not a lot of table seating here, but if you want to hang at the bar, have some drinks, have some delicious tacos, try every taco on the menu. Taco Hangover in Shawnee in the old Sheridan's. Check it out. We'll be right back after this break. Hey, folks, Dave from Taco the Town here. And I'm here to tell you, Sun Eaters are back with their seventh album, Sun Eaters 4. Absinthe makes the heart grow fingers. It's a cautionary tale filled with sweet treats. The album features the spunky, say the most meaningful things in the simplest ways, the surfy, master stick. Appointment with the hangman, written by Lawrence Kansas's very own. James Grauerholtz, and my favorite, the post-punk hammering delight, Dumb and Chinless. So take a trip back to the post-hardcore 80s and enjoy Sun Eater's new record, Sun Eater's 4, Absinthe Makes the Heart Grow Fingers. Sun Eater songs are like tacos for your ears. Find this album and more at lotuspool.com. And now, it's time to get serious. It's time for Taco Topics. All right, it's time for Taco Topics, the in-depth, innermost taco questionnaire. I've got taco questions. I need your taco answers. But first, Sarah, you buried the lead. What is that on your leg? (laughs) Why didn't you tell me this at the beginning (laughs) of the show?
1: I have a taco tattoo. I might be, like, the only person you've ever met that has one. It's on my right ankle, and I got it done at Think Tank in Denver when I was out there for, like, a brewery visit, right? We just did a bunch of brewery visits, and I like to travel and get piercings and tattoos. So okay. my, my travel, that was uh, this big piercing in my right ear right here with the bar.
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: And a taco tattoo, and... The artist had never done a taco tattoo before. He was super excited about it. And it looks like the, like, Taco Supreme from Taco Bell. It's
0: in full color. It's very beautiful. Can I take some pictures of that? You
1: absolutely can. I need to
0: bring some lights in and That's just... That's totally sell. fine.
1: And it's, oh gosh, it's like six, seven years old now. Wow. Still looks amazing. Uh, the artist had never done a taco tattoo before. He immediately put it on his Instagram. He was super excited about it. And I will tell you that one time I was getting a full body massage. And, you know, they always tell you to, like, strip down to whatever you're the most comfortable with, right? So usually I either don't wear anything or just underwear, right? Because, okay. I mean, yeah. what are you going to do, right? Yeah. You have a sheet. Uh-huh. So this man was giving me a massage, very good massage artist, by the way. And uh, he had done the whole, like, upper body back, right? He was going to the legs and he, like, lifted the sheet or, like, lifted my leg to pull out my leg and he immediately started laughing. Oh, no. And I was super uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what is on my leg? Like, what? I showered today. And he goes, oh, my God, you have a fucking taco tattoo on your ankle. <laughs> and I was like, I do. And he was like, I love it. And that was the extent of the conversation. He just said, what? Because well, I don't... I do? What's down there? Yeah, I don't like to talk during a massage. Like, sure. don't talk to me. That's what my I'm wife here is, to, yeah. like relax and fall asleep. Yep. But loved the, so it is a conversation starter. Yeah. S- and and I don't wear a ton of, se- well, in the winter especially, right? It's covered up a lot. But, yep, it is, uh, I love tacos.
0: It's great. I love it. Thank um, you. I'm going to get lots of pictures of that to bring to my tattoo artist that I go to, see if he can recreate that on my back. Just a full, full back plate, maybe. You should. Yeah.
1: Or a chest plate. Yes. Like.
0: Yeah. Get
1: the, I mean,
0: the nipples could be little tomatoes,
2: or big tomatoes. Or big, yeah, big. I'm not seeing your nipples. Yeah. So I, don't know. I'm, uh, yeah, I I'm mean, I'm saying. kind of tomatoes, waiting yeah. for you yeah. to
1: get a sandwich tattoo on yours, right? Right.
2: <laughs> you should I should get the sandwich right <laughs> yes, there? You if you if you, uh, if you search Twitter for my handle and sandwich photo. It's there. It. it's there. It's there. It was oh, yeah. there today. It's out there. Oh, it's, it, it was there today. It makes yeah. me laugh
1: every single time. I like it. So I think you would be appropriate to get a taco I will. on your chest. Okay.
0: Jeremy, you brought some forehands with you tonight. What are What are we looking at here? Oh, oh, oh. you went for
2: the sound I've effect. done this before. Yeah. So I brought I brought a couple beers that I thought would be appropriate with, with the cuisine. I brought Statewide, which is a hazy pale ale that we make. It's a year-round beer. With uh, Simcoe and Amarillo hops. So I get a lot of like grapefruit, um, like big citrus, some tropical fruit, and then I get a little bit of like a touch of like pine and resin, a little bit of dank character. It smells danky. It's so good. So danky. Can you tell me
1: about the can design, which is very cool. It looks like it has two bears or wolves? They're they're
2: bears, yeah. So what we did is we asked um, one of our designers, a guy named Jason Spencer, who goes by Killer Napkins on Instagram. He's an amazing artist. We asked him to make the Missouri flag cool. And that's what he did. So Ah. in the middle of the label, you have the Missouri uh, shield. Yep. And then there are two bears fighting over it on the flag. and And that's what we have here. And we've I've been told it looks like Games of Thro- Game of Thrones. It's
1: very Games of Thrones. I
2: have been told it looks like um, like Wolverines or Badgers. Yeah. But they're very much bears kind of fighting over Yeah, that's not the a Wisconsin badger. No, no, no. Who no. I love. Is that what I have? On here? Yeah, yeah. So you all have statewide yeah. right Cheers. now. Let's try it, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. I'm a
1: big I'm a big dank fan, so this 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 sounds amazing.
2: So what's really cool about the spear in addition to it tasting good is that we're partnered with Veterans Community Project on the spear. So we have a beer um, primarily sold in St. Louis called Citywide.
3: Oh, I love that beer. And we
2: do a quarterly charitable partner that rotates. And and going back six years, we've given back over $300,000 through sales of that beer. But we wanted to be, the brewery we've always wanted to be more than beer, uh, both in a a literal and a, a metaphorical sense. So... We make seltzer, we make cocktails, we make whiskey, we make vodka. So we're more than beer as far as beverages go, but then we want to be more than beer and that we want to do more than just sell beer.
1: Do you make a lager drink? What's that? A we lager do, we drink. We do make
2: a lager drink. And a cider drink? We, we don't drink? make a cider drink, no. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's okay. I'm sorry, but can I'll, I just say that this... I'll get this, back up again. It's all right. This, <laughs> yeah.
1: this beer is danky, but it's also smooth. Is that okay to say? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's, I... It's really
2: citrusy, I, I think. I love yeah. craft yeah.
1: beer, and I'm a big... like I like all of them. Sours and, and like hazy IPAs are my favorite. This is... I don't think I've had this one before. I've had the Citywide, which I love.
0: That's delicious.
2: This
1: is awesome.
2: What we're trying to do, though, is raise $50,000 for Veterans Community Project. Where do I sign up? And that's... Just buy the beer. And that's, that's the cost of building a tiny home in their in their villages. And they're working on uh, building a village on the St. Louis side.
1: My dad did that mm-hmm. here in Kansas City so, with the Veterans Project. Yeah, so a couple
2: years ago, we were talking about this beer and launching it. And they asked me, like, who should we work with? And I, I'd known Jason Kander online through Twitter. And oh, he's great. I have a massive crush on this guy. Oh, my God. Um, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to shoot my shot. And I'll email Jason Kander. Is that why
1: the picture of him is behind you right now? Where is he?
2: Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll get that set up. And uh, so we have this meeting and we're about five minutes in and, you know, all the foreign people on the meeting, we think we're having like a business meeting to like, it's like a first date. Do these guys want to work with us or whatever? And about 10 minutes in, they go, oh shit, we should tell you guys like we're in like, oh, okay. Uh Now we can just hang out. But we thought for a minute, like we were interviewing for this thing or whatever. Um, But but how
1: amazing is he to be so vulnerable, right? And so open about. It's huge,
2: yeah. And his book is incredible. I was fortunate enough to be sent an advanced copy to read. And I don't, I don't read a lot of books. I I read so much online all day, every day that, like, when I sit down and like want to do like me time, I'm listening to music or I'm watching movies or television or whatever. And I'm not, I'm not reading for fun. But I was given this book and I read it, and it's incredible how open and honest and and vulnerable he is, especially in a time when, um, when men who think they're masculine and men who think they're alphas say like talking about your feelings is weak for him to be like, fuck that. This is my story. This is who I am. And, and, and if you go to our website and I'm not trying to make this a plug, but if you go to statewidebeer.com, there's an interview with him and I was there and we shot it. And for about 25, 30 minutes, Jason just kind of spilled himself for us and he didn't have to do that. And midway through, I'm thinking like, this is incredible, but are we going to be able to sell beer with this? You know, because like it's, it's, it's such a deeply personal experience that he tells. Um, and, and the thing that blew me away is he talked about being in, Af- in Afghanistan. He always told me, he told me that his job, he felt like, was always to get someone home. That's what he wanted to do. Um, and then, you know, skipping a lot, he told me until he actually came public with his PTSD and depression and talked about it. And the the Veterans Affairs folks saw a giant spike in calls the next day after, and I, I have goosebumps talking about. I swear to you, um, the next day they saw such a spike in calls after he went public. He's like, Danner, that's the first day I ever felt like I did my job of getting people back home again. It's like he's just an incredible dude. So to get to partner, you know, with him as a person, but then professionally with them as an organization, is it's a huge honor for us to get to do that. So like, beer should taste good, but at this point, there's what 9,000 breweries in the country. And for me, making good beer is no longer enough. You have to do other good things because making good beer is pretty easy. You have to do things in the community. You have to work with the right people. You have to, you know, say and do the right things and like being a part of statewide and our mission for that is incredibly motivating and humbling and, and touching. Cause like I, I go work beer fest and they're fun and I get people turned on their beer, that's great. But like we did tastings when we first launched this beer and like a, a tasting at Gomer's and we you know sold you know six cases or whatever. But we also raised $500 for Veterans Community Project through donations. And I came home and told my wife, I'm like, I did something today. You know, like so I, I did something I, more than some beer.
1: And I'm a fan of your seltzers, right? I told you before we started this, right? I love the Tiger's Blood. It reminds me of my childhood. I still order that one as a snow cone. Really the only one I love. And I and I visited Four Hands when I was in St. Louis for work. And I had a lot of beers. This is not one that I had. And I'm going to be honest with you and tell you that this is actually the Best one that I've
0: had.
2: It's my and favorite beer we make right now, the I, state, statewide. The statewide,
1: yeah. it is phenomenal. It you is. Need a picture of
0: you holding those two yeah. beers up. There we go.
1: It's danky. Put that right there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's danky, but it's also citrusy, and it's smooth. And I tend to buy things and support things that are that are meaningful. And you know, having a dad that's a veteran and and knowing that, I can't wait to go actually buy this beer because. It really is phenomenal.
0: What's the next
2: one or the other? Uh, so, so the other one? beer I brought is uh, it's called Gateway to the West Coast IPA, and this is actually I've been I've been a Four almost four years now. This is the first beer I've named, and I was so surprised that you named this one. I was so surprised the Gateway to the West Coast IPA wasn't taken already. So like everybody's making hazy IPAs right now, and I love hazy IPAs. We make a ton of them. Uh, But we worked with Alma Mater on this beer. We're trying to do more Kansas City collaborations because, yeah, we're a brewery based out of St. Louis, but we're a Missouri brewery. And we want to be more than beer to more of Missouri. And that's what started with statewide. Uh, But we want to try to work with three or four Kansas City breweries or organizations or groups every year. To make collaborations, so we worked with Alma Mater to make this beer. They make amazing uh, hoppy loggers, and amazing hazy and West Coast IPAs. So we, you know, kind of had this email relationship for a while, uh, creating this recipe together. We used an experimental hop. There's more Simcoe in this beer, and then a hop called Citra Cryo, and they they freeze the hops, and and they make this product from them that basically looks like keef. It's like this really beautiful, bright green. Crazy aromatic powder. The
1: Keith is good.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I, I was really happy. I have a lot of respect for uh, Nick Mater and, and his wife Tanya. And then Riley is is their brewer as well. I worked with her at Boulevard in the lab. She's awesome. So, like, I always, I always try to talk about what we do and my job is I want to connect people. At the end of the day, I always say I want to do cool shit with cool people.
1: The can and, design is awesome. And, so, the can I design was can made design. by
2: uh, Frank Norton, another uh, Kansas City guy. I worked with him at Boulevard as well. He does a lot of uh, graphic design and illustration. We made a beer last year with BKS called Scarcity Principle, and we worked with uh, Riff Raff Giraffe. who's uh, He lives in the Crossroads, has a studio in there with his uh, Lady Amy. They do a lot of spray art or... I think graffiti is not the way to call it spray art, you know. They, they do these amazing murals. And in both project, I, I approached the artist and I said, well, look, what do you want us to do? And I go, whatever. I want you to make art that looks like your art, you know. And and Frank even said during the conversation, he's like, I feel weird sometimes about putting too much of my personal style in a project. And I'm like, well, this is why I called you, though.
0: Yeah. Like, I want, right. I want
2: people to look at this and go, this is Frank Norton's label. This is Frank Norton's art. And I think that's really important as well. So we're trying to do all that we can to be a good partner and a good friend to Kansas City. And I'm I'm very Kansas City myself and getting to do projects like this is, is really cool because I think a lot of a lot of head brewers or a lot of folks who run innovation at breweries would say, Danner, why don't you just sell the beer we already make? As opposed to being so cool with making, you know, beers like this with local folks and, and making things specifically for the Kansas City market. Because we sell about 95% of our beer in St. Louis. So to do something for 5% of your market in this way and and to make two beers that are very Kansas City focused, I think it's super cool.
1: Plus, I think unless you're like an Anheuser-Busch or like a Coors Light or a Miller Light, you can't stay with the status quo anymore. People are looking for that like extra special. And I love Yard Beer. It has a place, tailgate on the lake, at a sports event, I want Miller Lite all sure. day long. But anytime outside of that, when I'm with my friends or whatever, I'm going to breweries, I'm trying different craft beers. That's like the beer that I keep in my home is craft beer. So it, it's it got to have a little bit something extra special for me to actually like go out and spend the money on those well, kinds yeah, of things. There's
2: got to be a hook, you know, like there's so much beer out there. And, and like I said, making beer is easy. I mean, it's the same way with anything that you enjoy, whether it's a restaurant or an artist or theater or uh, a, a singer is like yeah I, li- I like these songs but are they doing are they doing good things in the community do they care about their audience and we, we just want it we wanted to be known that we care very deeply about Kansas City and Missouri as a whole and that's why we're trying to do things like this
0: I think I'm gonna have some more is this uh empty Oh, Can no, I have some right. more of this statewide so oh man good, I love it? this yeah
1: that might be my new like go-to beer for a it's while. It's super
2: good. And it's a pale ale, so it's not an IPA, so it's not as bitter as an IPA might be, and it's not as hop-forward. And I think there's a little bit uh, lighter body. Um, we really don't enjoy things that are super grassy and green. We like beer that's easy to drink.
1: I think you're telling a falsehood there. What's that? Super grassy and green.
2: No, no, we don't. We don't like that. No, no, no. We don't like things that are super. Oh no! Like I do, I okay. <laughs> okay, I got you. there yeah, you yeah, go. Sorry. Like let's yeah, yeah. make
1: it. Let's make I a was distinction.
2: Like, I was like, wait a minute. Oh yes, I do like things that are grassy <laughs> and green. Yeah. Yes, and
1: very keefy.
0: I do. Yeah.
1: Which oh. I love.
0: I've got a final final segment here, taco questionnaire. Okay. While we sip on these beers. I'm nervous.
1: I have if, a Corona right now, which is um, delicious.
0: Oh, you're you're double fisting then.
1: I always double fist. Okay. All right. Sometimes triple. Actually, it's <laughs> go, my brand, go, go, right? Go.
0: <laughs> Uh, these are just taco uh, taco questions, um, inner depth, taco feelings. I want to hear your innermost taco feelings on these. Is everyone ready? Yes. All right, here we go. Question number one, what's the one thing you look for in your taco? What does every taco have to have in it for you to have an enjoyable taco experience?
2: For me, it's got to have cilantro, onion, and lime. I think that's very important. And it's funny to me when sometimes you order tacos, like, do you want onion and cilantro? I'm like, yeah. Of course. Of course yes. I do. These are important things.
1: Yeah, I would say, I mean, it needs to have that, that consistency, right? It's it's meat, cilantro, onion. I don't care what the meat is or if it's a... Pro- it needs to have a protein. Sorry, right? Because right? sometimes yep, it's yep. chicken, sometimes it's fish. But it needs to have a protein, onion, cilantro in a foldable pocket of heaven. Yep. Whether it's fried, not fried crunchy, soft, whatever.
0: If you can't fold it, it's flatbread. Agreed. Right. Do you prefer hard shell or soft shell?
1: I think it depends on what I'm putting in my taco. I like a chalupa type thing. I like the double. My favorite thing is the double decker taco supreme, right? From Taco Bell. I love it. It's, it's both. It's the best of both worlds. So I, I, it depends, right? And sometimes I want corn. Sometimes I want flour. I, I just like it all. I like all the tacos. I'm, I'm
2: double corn tortilla is what I'm looking for. Mm, yeah. Which tonight, those were the double corn, yep. yeah. Hot
0: or mild salsa? Jeremy, I know you're hot. I want hot, yeah.
1: Um, I think it depends, again, on the type of protein and, and what else is going in there. So if you were going to give me pickled onions and, and like a crema or like a chipotle, it's going to be on the spicier side. But if you're just going to give me like a meat and onion cilantro base, it just needs to complement everything else that's in the taco.
0: And you're both pro cilantro. We know that. Oh, yeah. You can't put too much. It's not possible. No, give it all to me. Favorite side dish with your tacos, chips and salsa, chips and queso, Chips and guac or beans and rice. If beans you had to rice. choose one, choose yep. one.
2: Beans and rice. Beans and rice. And I don't want soupy beans too. Yeah, you want like charo beans? beans or you charro? Know, uh, yeah, like charro or like uh, they call them like borracho beans sometimes. Yeah. Get yes. some meat in there. Yes. yeah, Oh yeah. So I like bacon. beans
1: and rice. I I typically always do chips and salsa, but I'm I'm picky about the chip. I'm picky about the salsa. I'm picky about the guac.
0: I'm, what were your thoughts I'm on the chips and the salsa and the here? Do you think this was pretty good, chips and salsa wise?
1: Yeah. So for me, uh, I loved the guac here. I am more of a, I, I like more of like the Pico style of salsa. So I want it Mm. like thick and chunky like myself. Right. That's like good stuff. I don't dislike the thinner salsas, but I like, like to have some volume on my chip. Okay. So I, I don't know, but beans and rice, if it's like Mexican rice, like the kind that's Authentic, yeah, yeah, not cilantro lime because that's not authentic to me. I want, I like beans and rice too.
0: If you had to choose just one thing to drink with your with your tacos, are beer. you going beer? Or are you going margarita?
2: Beer, beer. You know, if I have to pick one thing forever, I'm gonna pick Haridos fruit punch. Okay. Mm. It's so good. I love
1: right. it. I, I mean, Mexican Coke is great, but like there's Corona, Dos Equis, Modelo. Like there are so many good beers yep. that come out of Mexico that are just, you put a lime in that and I, it complements it so well.
0: This is a big one. In your opinion, is Kansas City a good taco town? Out of all the cities you've traveled to and been to, do you think Kansas City has a pretty up there taco?
1: I do. I standard? think- I, I, I always think there's room for improvement in every city you're in. Um, growing up as a white person eating white people, no like taco seasoning person in Kansas. When I was here in 2012, I remember the tweet where I said I was on a mission to find the best taco in Kansas City. Like, I've loved tacos my whole life. And I think that here, you get the best of all of them, right? You get the Tex-Mex, you get the white people tacos. You also get the very authentic like Hispanic tacos where you get like the peas and the potatoes in them. You get the lengua and cachete which is the tongue-in-cheek which we didn't even talk about tonight which I absolutely love. Those are my favorite tacos. Is it the same as like Houston or you know San Antonio or
2: Midwest I, I, City. I don't know
1: but from a Midwest standpoint yeah I, I would think that we could be up there.
2: I'm a huge fan. I, I think Going to KCK, like, you can find Mm. so many great spots over there. Uh, Visit KCK. uh, Celeste, if you're listening, will love this. They have the Taco Trail. It's like a little... I know. I, I'm confused. It's in the- on hiatus right now. But it's okay. so yeah. KCK
0: yeah.
1: is so underrated. Oh, yeah. Or or so not like publicized as a place, right? It's like that hidden gem. Right. Well, the
0: taco trail for the last couple years has really brought more it's people ma- over there, which so, is great. It's so, so yeah. good. Yeah, you just go to one street in KCK and you can have Seventh. a great taco day. Yep. Yeah. 7th Street?
1: Yeah. 7th Street. <laughs> El Camino Real. Like, they shave Start the meat <laughs> off yep. of the spit with yep. the homemade tortillas. Oh. Okay,
0: have you ever had a time in your life when you've had to turn down tacos, would you ever turn down a taco? I'm
2: mean, gonna think like um, like if I was about to go into surgery, I might turn down a taco. Yeah. But I I can't think of a time where I'd be like, no tacos for me.
1: Not me. I'm gonna have them push the surgery back. Push it back, Heck or yeah.
0: Or have it eat it during the surgery, just make sure none of the bits fall into it? No, I don't your... want to be
1: awake during surgery. Oh, okay, like, yeah. That You're right. I yeah. don't think I want to wake up on the okay. table. I
2: need you to count backwards from taco to one. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Do you have any taco no-nos
0: or taco phobias? something that turns you off from a taco? You will not eat that taco if this is on
2: the taco, maybe a moist taco.
1: <laughs> That's a pink taco and I'm not really into that. So no.
2: Okay. All right. You know, I'll eat, I'll eat anything. I, you know, I, I like authentic tacos and I know that like the word authentic as it relates to food can be kind of gatekeeping and weird, especially as a white guy saying authentic tacos, but like if I go to a bar and they have like it's Taco Tuesday and they have dollar tacos, I'm gonna spend twelve bucks. I'm gonna see. I, I did a work with a distributor recently and we went to a bar and they had. They were like, "Oh, it's Taco Tuesday. We're gonna have dollar tacos." I'm like, "Right, dude. Let's see how many you can eat." And he's like, Heck yeah. it, Is this a contest? I'm like, "Everything's a contest, <laughs> right?" By the way, but this especially is a contest. Frickin' so yeah. Frack
1: used to have like. Ta- I used to go with my uncle right on Saturdays and eat tacos, and I mean they were That's American a great tacos, taco special.
2: Right?
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, I. I think that every taco has its place, right? You have the authentic ones, the deep-fried ones. Every taco has its
0: day. It does,
1: and I don't shy away from any of them. I just, sometimes I crave one more than the other, but I'll eat them all.
0: Got to eat them all.
1: Except the pink one.
0: Okay. (laughs) All right. What is your most unpopular taco opinion? Oh, my gosh. Do you have something that you... You feel very strongly about that. You think would be unpopular. I think
1: for me, and and I know a lot of people are okay with the, just the onion, cilantro, like. But honestly, like if if your taco isn't good with just protein, onion, cilantro, it's not a very good taco. And that's not to say that we can't have American tacos with the lettuce, cheese, tomato type of thing, right? But I think my unpopular opinion is, it better taste fucking good with raw onion and cilantro. Because to me, that is like the essential taco that I'm after. If you have those on your menu, I'm going to go for them like 98% of the time.
2: Right. I don't know if it's unpopular, but maybe it's stupid is um, sometimes when I get, I know like limes can be really expensive. Sometimes I get a lemon and I'm like, oh, I'd really prefer a lime, But I, but I wonder if they were to squeeze that lemon on the taco in the bag before bringing it out and not tell me if I would know the difference because I probably wouldn't but there's sometimes you go out and you get like you get like like, lemons with your Mexican food and you're like huh I've never
1: had a lemon have you
2: squeezed one on there before yeah 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 and and mentally I I think it's I think it's in my head that I'm like oh it's a lemon not a lime so it's not as good because like lemons or limes are very expensive for a while and there's a lime shortage whatever like we live in the we live in the weirdest time ever for sure and, and I think everyone who's probably lived in any time has ever said that. But, but yeah, for, for some reason for me, the lemon weirds me out. But I know that it's probably in my head that it could be squeezed in the back and I wouldn't know.
1: I don't know. I mean, now I want to go home and like try each of them and see what kind of like taste differences blind, I have. Yeah. I also think that breakfast tacos are severely underrated.
2: I like breakfast tacos. I,
1: like, I, I'm not saying I want to run out to a Taco Bell and buy their whatever breakfast taco they have. But if I'm at home... And I have that hash that we're talking about yep. right from the night before or chorizo or whatever. Like I want to cook up a, a breakfast taco. I love b- breakfast. And so however I can make it in a taco is super like that buttery avocado
0: with, oh. You keep talking about these breakfast taco creations now? and it's just making me more hungry for right? more taco now stuff. Now you need yeah. to do
1: the next podcast. Like just come over to my apartment. In the morning yeah. on a Saturday. We'll kitchen. have like Bloody Marys right. or like Clamadas. Oh, oh my gosh. Clamada with a breakfast taco. Sounds
2: great. I like Micheladas a lot, too. Oh,
1: me too. Good I, stuff. I
2: paid like $15 for one at Barney Alice Plaza during uh, Fiesta Mexico or whatever, and it was the best Michelada I've ever had. <laughs> my and God. I would, I would gladly How much was it? 15 bucks. <laughs> it was in a huge styrofoam cup with homemade tamarind sauce, and I would I would pay 15 bucks um. for that that thing right now, it was amazing. Ooh,
1: okay, let's talk about that. In Mexico, you can get a mango margarita with the tamarind sauce on the outside, oh, right? Yeah.
2: With tahine on it, yeah. Or tajin? Yeah. Amazing. Yep.
1: Changes changes the whole. It's a whole sweet, salty, savory, which is why I think that that al pastor with the pineapple and the meat goes so well together.
0: Right. Okay. This is speed round. These okay. are just different taco types. I want to know yay or nay on these. Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one. Taco pizza. Yay. yay. Yeah yeah. Taco salad. Yay. yay. Taco burgers.
1: Yay.
2: I've never had a taco oh,
1: burger. Oh, let's go to Taco Villa and I'll introduce you. Okay. Oh, it's lovely. Check that out. Steamed bun and everything. And steamed meat, like your, like yeah, your made we
0: right. Yeah, yeah, We're going to yeah. do oh it. Oh, my
2: gosh. It Maid is. right needs
0: to get a taco it's burger It's a taco burger. It's oh exactly what it is. I think is. you're right, yeah. Um, what about taco dogs?
2: Yay. Taco like a dog or whatever? Like a, with a hot dog?
0: No, this is like a chili dog taco. Oh, dog. fuck a, yeah. Like taco ingredients on a chili Give dog. Give me the meat. I've never had that,
2: but I'd eat it, yeah. So um, good.
0: Dogs dressed up like tacos. Yes. Yes. Uh, Quesabiria tacos. Yes.
1: Yay. Breakfast
2: tacos. Yay. Fuck yeah. Walking tacos. Yes. Yay. It's weird, but I'll eat it. I yeah. mean,
1: but it's kind of fun, right? Yeah, like yeah. if you Like, I remember going to these stupid festivals with my ex-mother-in-law, and you'd walk around, and you'd buy all these, like, antiques and art, and like, oh, there's the walking taco tent. Everybody needs to go over and get the now, thing. Now, do you go Fritos
0: it's... with that, or you go Doritos?
1: Oh, I think it depends, but I... Uh,
0: because uh, Fritos is called a chili pie, right? Right. Right. But the Doritos uh, well, is a walking that because
1: taco. Because where That's I came from, the walking taco is with Fritos. Not Doritos. Oh. No. And I'm okay with that because you have the cheese, right? With the with uh, shredded cheese, so I'm okay with it. Okay. either way is fine with me. You know, though Up
0: Down has a good walking taco.
1: I'm gonna go try it. Then. Uh, up Down, yeah, it's a great spot. I have all the stuff at my house to make a walking taco. Maybe I'll make up. Don't even have to walk morning.
0: anywhere. You can just eat it at your I house. I want to hang right, out. I, yeah, I want to hang out. Everything. Taco. Like, yeah. I'm never
1: leaving where I live. I'm <laughs>
0: like gonna a, become like a hermit. sedentary taco in a bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about shrimp tacos? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Taco soup.
1: Yes, I make a really good one.
0: I like tortilla soup. So it's like it's gonna be tomato base, right? With
1: beef. And maybe huh. some beans, and and then you add the toppings on, right? Which is the good part, which okay. is the Frito or the tortilla chips and the sour cream and I'll avocado. Yeah, yeah,
0: good stuff. Uh, Double decker tacos. Fuck yeah. Yay, yep. Miniature tiny tacos from like Seven Eleven or in the like the uh, frozen ones grocery ones? store freezer in the, yeah. in the air fryer. Yeah. Yay,
2: for sure. Mm, yay. I don't
1: know. I haven't had them before. That's like the uh, the Jack in the Box ones, right? They're yeah, they are calling that
2: little. I mean. I, think I would
1: turn. I would definitely wouldn't turn them down for like a first try.
2: No, choco tacos.
1: Oh god, I miss those things, right?
2: I don't, I don't like biting things that are frozen. Okay, like like mm. like when I watch someone like eat an ice cream cone. And like they bite the ice cream. See, I don't bite. So you don't like drumsticks? No, 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 no.
1: Oh, by the time, but by the time you like lick all of the ice cream, then then that's all kind of softened. Yeah. So for me, I eat the top of the choco taco. If you want
0: a really delicious choco taco, which they're kind of extinct now, but if you go to Tiki Taco, they have the most delicious.
1: That's the one. Is that the one on 39th Street? There's one on 39th, and there's
0: one on Troost. Okay. Yeah, very good. So I
1: haven't had that one there, but I've been to Tiki Taco, but I...
0: Go for old, dessert, The yeah. only thing
1: that I struggle with, and I, and I would say that maybe I agree with you on this one, but although you say you don't want to bite it, is if I'm going to eat a, a Choco Taco or a drumstick or something of that nature... That fucking waffle cone better be crispy. And I feel like with a choco taco, and
2: not wobbly and it, rubbery. It's
1: a little soft and chewy to After me. After it gets
2: moist, it kind of gets chewy. Danner, like, <laughs> I, I was waiting. I was waiting. Can you describe
0: the mouth feel of that <laughs> moist taco? People e- mouth feel. Yeah, they hate yeah, that word. Yeah, they don't, yeah,
1: yeah. Mouth feel. Yeah, you yeah. don't like that word? No, no, no. I'm
2: fine I with love it. it. Yeah, I people don't do like know. it though. Yeah. Someone should make a beer called <laughs> mouth feel <Yeah>. beer. <laughs> We'll get right on that.
1: Yeah, so I. I'll email yeah, my uh, boss
2: tomorrow. It's a
1: texture thing. <laughs> right. Maybe Forehand should make like a, like a, taco chaco taco beer.
0: I think they're out there, aren't they? You know, someone has a chaco taco probably. beer. Yeah. I
2: wouldn't. I wouldn't say we wouldn't do it. We had a great meeting a couple weeks ago. We were talking about these ideas we have, and our founder was talking about something, and he goes, "This is stupid, but we do stupid well."
1: So does do? Do you feel like like your founder is open like so you go into a brainstorm session right a brainstorm is supposed to be
2: oh yeah there's no self-editing there is
1: nothing out of limits you just throw stuff down yep you don't judge it you don't do anything with it. It's just a mind session. Do you feel like you're able to do that?
2: Oh yeah, our brainstorms I are wild. That. I love yeah. that. Two more things here:
0: naked chicken chalupa from Taco Bell.
1: You said naked, and I'm all for. I've it. I've never had that. I don't
0: know it's very that good. It's what that is. What is naked?
1: Oh, is that the f- is that the fried chicken? The
0: chicken is the shell. Ooh.
1: Okay, so here's the deal. I I don't get. It's kind like of like the
0: old double down from KFC. Oh okay okay I've yeah. seen that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. sorry.
1: Yeah. So fried chicken I'll to me I hear <laughs> fried chicken to me I hear bone and I don't like meat on no a bone. No bone, no bone. Yeah, but No still, bone in this. I don't know about that. Is
2: there is there wait, is there chicken in That's, the folded chicken or the chicken No, is, just uh, chicken lettuce, lettuce really cheese, heavy. tomato. Okay. And uh, um, mayo? Not mayo,
0: sour cream. Like, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, I don't know. That sounds kind of heavy. Like it's a, not on the a menu breading anymore. thing. It's yeah. not on the menu.
0: They they took it away. Like
1: when I order a fish taco, I want it to not be breaded. I want it to be grilled. Like yep. I don't okay. I don't want to eat like bread.
0: Okay. All day. Last thing, Taco Bell. All day or no way? All day. It
2: has its place. (laughs) I like Taco Bell a lot. (laughs) I have no shame in that. And the Frozen Baja Blast is a revelation. Oh, yeah. It's like a next level, like God level drink. Fantastic. Yeah, so that the diet, does. the diet
1: Baja Blast, like, cause I don't drink regular soda except unless it's a Mexican Coke. Like, I'm sad that it's only out a couple of times a year where you can find it and you got to scour the grocery stores to find it. But nine times out of 10, if I have been out at a festival, a concert, a sports event, or whatever, and I'm driving home and I haven't eaten, I'm going to Taco Bell, right? Cause I want a crunchy, soft taco. I want a double decker Taco Supreme. That flour corn tortilla with the beans in the middle of it, right? It's, they it, took it
0: away. Right? It's not on the menu anymore.
1: Mm, you can order it. At least at my Taco Bell, you really? can. Really? Oh, yeah. You Maybe it's just because I'm nice to the people that work there. Oh, wow. but a regular? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. know me way too well. The only thing that I'm not a super fan of is I do feel like their chalupas are hit or miss with the shell. Like, I, I
2: never ordered that. The whole yeah.
1: oil grease Like. How often do they clean their oil? It's like the perfect middle between crunchy and soft taco. It's like a pillow. I want to make nachos out of a chalupa crust. Right. So where things aren't going to be like soggy.
0: Sure. God bless a chalupa. God bless a chalupa. Okay. This is a big one. Favorite song to listen to in the car when you're on your way to get tacos. Something that gets you really fired up to go eat tacos. Or maybe you're listening to it on your way home from getting tacos.
2: Mm, uh, Tool. Stink fist. I'm, I'm in a weird spot right now where I'm, <clears throat> I'm, I'm very serious about getting better at Spanish. We try to go to Puerto Vallarta or somewhere in Mexico every year. And we went in March of last year and I spoke no English the entire time except for the airport where I didn't want to fuck up and get in trouble with customs or whatever.
1: They're kind of scary there.
2: I, I just wanna get, I don't want to get in trouble in any airport. That's a good rule is don't get in trouble in an airport. But here lately I'm listening to a lot of like um, like a lot of like, uh, Spanish language hip hop and I I like Puerto Rican stuff because the enunciation is so good and I'm not sure where he's from but there's a guy named Senor Murano and he has a song called Estamos Bien and it's basically about drinking Victoria's smoking pot and hanging out and I am obsessed with this Sounds like perfection I gotta gotta download that It's great, yeah I'm I'm really into Senor Murano and Daddy Yankee right now I listen to Tego Calderon he's great and then Bad Bunny as well but Bad Bad Bunny has the lisp and it's harder for me to pick it up but I'm I'm trying to listen to more Spanish language music to make my ear better. But Estamos Bien is so good. I mean, I'm going to look that up. What I love about it is there's so much code switching where he speaks English and then Spanish. Like he, he talks about, he says Mary Jane a lot. And I think that's a hilarious way for him to refer to weed. And there's like a thousand other ways he could talk about weed, but he says Mary Jane. My daughter it's just so
1: renamed the dog that I adopted from Edith to Mary Jane when she go. moved her to Colorado yep. for that very reason. So I'm gonna either listen to Tool and Stink Fist is one of my favorites or Enema, or okay. I'm gonna listen to Eminem. Like I need something that's like like that like gets me going. Okay. I don't want anything that's like soft. I want like pump me up. I'm a big fan of Maynard anyways.
0: All right. This is the very last section of the show. This well, I'm is sad. Random taco question of the week. Random taco question of the
1: week.
0: Throw me out a number between one and ninety-six. Each of you a different number and I'll read you a random taco question. I'm
1: gonna go with thirty seven.
0: Thirty seven, all right. Would you ever eat a tuna taco?
1: A tuna taco? So I'm a big fan of fish tacos. I do think that tuna has its place. Like
0: star kissed tuna in a taco oh. shell.
1: Oh. Is that what the question says, or are you just making that as uh, like that's a, the question. It's his Let question, man.
0: Me yeah. <laughs> there's a second part to it too. So Okay,
1: so I mean, yeah, if it's done right. Absolutely. I'd be up for it.
0: Would you eat a kangaroo taco? I mean, you've had a shark taco. You've had a tuna. Now, now would you I mean, you eat- I've
1: had rattlesnake and reindeer. Yeah. Yeah, why okay. not? I All mean, right. I'll try anything once. Right. Uh Most anything. I shouldn't say anything.
0: Okay. Uh, Jeremy, uh, throw me out a-
2: 72. 72. Good number. That was a
1: good year. Just kidding. I wasn't born. I
2: was negative nine, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure my parents had fun in 72. I that I'm
1: older than you. That's Okay, sad.
0: here we go. Um, if tacos were not called tacos, if there was no such thing as the word taco, what would you name oh, a God. taco? It could, be a, it could be a word that already exists. It could be a new name that doesn't exist.
2: Wow. I picked a, I picked a hard one. That's
1: very existential.
2: Uh, I, 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 because I like bad jokes, I want to say Steve. Because that you know that joke about the grasshopper walks into a bar. <laughs> yeah. The bar says, Oh, we got a drink name after you, and the bartender goes or the grasshopper goes, Oh, you got a drink name Steve? Um so I would want to call Taco Steve, but oh my god, dude, that's did, hard. But
0: don't you ever
1: Like, like a
2: Nacho Steve but Yeah? Do uh, you I
1: mean, let's let's be honest, right? I mean I'm I'm pretty extroverted, but I can be very introverted at times. And a lot of times when I'm introverted, I find myself looking at something like, 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 let's say we're looking out the window right here, right? We're sitting in front of a huge window. We're looking outside. There's a pillar out there with bricks. Well, who thought to name that a brick? Yeah. So I'm, I will sit there, yeah. stupefied, right, in my alcoholic or whatever, inebriated state, enhanced state. And I'm like, well, who came up with the name Brick?
2: Did you know well, who that? Who came the, up with yeah. the name
1: Taco? You I know mean, the,
2: the brain is the only organ that named itself. Whoa, whoa! So I, I I've got an answer. I would call it a tortilla yena, a uh, tortilla, a full, what? A full uh, tortilla yena, or a full tortilla. That's what I would call it. All right, yeah.
1: I would just call it Steve. Perfection <laughs> from heaven, or Steve. Or I was AKA just thinking like Steve. a
0: cute, a cute little name like a choo choo or a cha cha or a. Suki Sasso Tuk-tuk tuck tuk yeah. yeah, something like that There's some those, just, those just sound like Ewok names actually, right, but, right, right, right
2: That's a hard question, man It is very hard I picked, I, it, I picked poorly <laughs> It's my bad
1: No, no, you. I think you did fine I think it's very difficult, right? Because we're—it's so ingrained in our heads that things are called certain things, Right. and we rarely sit and look at and say, like, why is that? Why is that name that way? Like
2: we have a walkie-talkie. Why is a vacuum not a pushy sucky?
1: I fucking love that.
2: Yeah. A driveway
1: versus parkway. Mm-hmm. As well, he pours more statewide. Statewide. Forehands. If
2: you're looking for the statewide beer, oh,
0: look so for the good. beer with the two badgers on it. They're
2: blue badgers. <laughs> They're man. bears. They're yeah. not badgers. Really, though, and, and this is my plug. If you want to find our beer, hit me up on Twitter. I will tell you where to yeah. find it, man. I exactly. promise. He,
1: his DMs are way open. He says
2: that. They're very open. They're more open than they should be. <laughs> well, we're at the end of the
0: show. Thank you so much for eating tacos with me. This has been great. Where can people find you on the uh, in, uh, social media there, So, Sarah? first of all,
1: I did not know that I, you were going to have a guest besides me. And the fact that, one, you had a guest made me a lot more at ease because I sweat when I'm nervous. Give me a script and I'll perform. But tell me that I have to be like... Just on top of things, I'm terrible at it. But if I had to share with somebody, Jeremy is a perfect person. We did well. Yeah. We did do well, yeah. and I'm I'm very happy to see you tonight. Look at us. I know we're fancy, yeah. and and you were such a delight. Thank uh, you so
0: much. You were you were delightful as well. Thank you. I and I saw your taco tattoo, and
1: I yes, and you're going to take my pictures spirits of it. were lifted. Look, here's the deal. I just believe that no matter who you are as a human being, you deserve kindness. So find me, I'm Rock Chuck Sarah with the underscore in between the words. I think the same on Instagram, although maybe not the underscores, but I really, I'm looking for people that fall between the cracks, people that people are judgmental against. And I just believe that this is not the place for us to be judging human beings and that that comes later. And right now my mission is how can I help? And this world has been fucking awful lately. And so I'm looking to say, where, where can I help? Because I don't think enough people do that. So, yeah, that's, that's where I am. And uh, if you don't see me at Chiefs games or Jayhawk games, sorry, I'm not a Royals fan. Go Cubs. Okay. Yeah, I'm around, yeah. probably
2: drinking beer or going to a concert. All right. Think, yeah, Twitter's probably the best place to track me down. I, I do Instagram, but I'm not attractive, so I'm not as good at Instagram. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah. that bare-chested sandwich it's picture so good, is yeah. like the most...
2: Yeah. I have a really great picture of me like laying back in my driveway pool as well. Whenever, I forgot about that one. Yeah, whenever people call me fat, that's the one I tweet out. And I'm like, yeah. Which I think is funny yeah. because I'm
1: sitting in front of him right now. And the last thing I would call him is fat.
2: I'm wearing baggy clothes. I man. would
1: call him a tracksuit fanatic. Oh. You
2: know, I, uh,
0: I drew that picture of you on the cover of the pitch where uh, for the 2020 edition, yeah, yeah. You know, the best of. No um, way. You drew yeah. that? Yeah, I drew you with your shirt open. It's so good, yeah.
1: Bless those pools, though, during that, the <laughs> pandemic. Yeah. I was I was like, well, how I'll can throw- I
0: draw Danner? If I do him with his shirt open, that will, people will know that's him. Yeah. <laughs> we'll know and, those, him yeah. and those
1: driveway pools. Yeah. Oh, I'll never forget it.
2: I had, I had chlorine. I had a vacuum. Like, I was serious about that pool.
1: I had sand buckets that I made cocktails out yeah. of. You sit out there all night long by yourself.
0: Oh, where, where um, I need to ask you this before we,
2: sure. before we go for the night. What is your prediction for the Royals this season?
0: Mm. Looking Ooh. for a bounce
2: back? We're going to play baseball. Um, I'm I'm excited to see what Bobby Wood Jr. does in his second season as a pro. We're a very young team this year. Yeah, we're very young. Um, I'm excited to see Salvi continue to be a leader. I don't think he's going to catch as many games. I think we'll see him playing DH more. Um, The guy I'm really excited about, and I wish he'd follow me on Twitter, is Vinny Pasquantino. Did you that, hear that, Vinny? Vinny, I'll tag you. I
0: swear to God. I mean, you guys could yeah. be separated at birth. You guys look like you're related. You and Vinny,
2: big, big dudes, not overly attractive, but we've. <laughs> here's the deal, man. Like, I, I think being unattractive is a gift because I've had to develop a personality. I would, admit,
1: I would agree yeah. with that as well. Like, I, I have yeah. a voice. I don't. I hate my voice, but I would rather be behind the, behind the microphone because I do not believe that I have a body or a face for <laughs> yeah. anything public.
2: I, I, I don't think we're going to make the playoffs this year. I would love for us to. But uh, one of the things that uh, John Sherman said that really inspired me was like, he's like, I don't, I, we're not going to win the World Series every year, but I'd love to play in the wild card game. I'm like, I, right. think, I think that's what we need to do. Here's the deal though, man. I'm a sucker. I went to 46 Royals games last year. I'm probably going to go to 30 this year. Um, it's my favorite place to be. I love taking my son out there to play baseball. At the same time, like, he's gotten pretty serious about baseball himself. So I'm I'm gonna be at a lot of his games, but I think we're gonna I think we're gonna be fun to watch.
1: And to me, it doesn't matter if you're at like a major league baseball game, like the Royals, or our like minor league teams that we have here in town. Baseball is like that really feel good American sport where you go get the hot dog and you go get the peanuts. My favorite place to sit in in Kaufman, and I'm a Cubs fan, but like. I will go watch baseball because if you put me in live sports, I'm happy. I want a beer and peanuts and a hot dog. So I'll go out there because crafts and drafts is like one of my very favorite places that's to incredible. sit. Yeah. Although I went to watch the Yankees and the Royals last year and they sat Anthony Rizzo, which really pissed me off. Cause that's your guy. If the Cubs are going to get rid of Rizzo. Like I'm going to go watch him. Mean, he didn't play, but live sports. Like, so whether they make the playoffs or not, being out there, that camaraderie, that whole like feeling, especially after the pandemic, just just being out there and that the sound of the bat will always be, no matter where I'm at, one of my very favorite sounds in the entire world.
0: It's huge.
2: Yeah, I love it. Hopefully, they'll at least be 10 games better this year, maybe. I, w- I would love for us to be above 500. Yeah. yeah that would That would be good.
1: Th- did they say it was a rebuilding year? Because the Chiefs also said that, and look yeah. what we just did.
2: Well, other people were saying that about
0: us, I think. (laughs) Very quickly, what are your thoughts on if the, uh, which will happen, the downtown stadium?
2: Dude, I like it. I think for the longest time, you know, people want to say, well, why don't they build a development around Coffin?" Well, they've had 50 years. That stadium opened in 1973. They've had 50 years to do something like Well, there is done. a Taco Bell over there. Right. There's a Taco Bell. There's a, <laughs> There's like two shitty hotels, right? Uh,
1: where I actually almost got stabbed with a heroin needle, by the way, yeah, if you want to know during the playoffs park. last year. Let's talk about it later.
2: Uh, well, if you yeah, can yeah, get stabbed with a needle, get can stabbed can with a heroin the, needle, right? We can right? do that
0: on the after show. <laughs> yeah. We can talk about that.
1: <laughs> heroin needles and QT cups. Let Taco me tell the Town it after story. dark, right? <laughs> right.
3: I think it's great. I'm
2: excited because I think what they're doing is bringing baseball to the people Mm -hmm. and bringing baseball to the city. And if you're working downtown or if you're here traveling or you're at a convention, you're not thinking like, oh, I should go 20 minutes away to a baseball game. But if you're staying downtown, oh, the Royals are in town tonight, I'm going to go check out a game. You're going to get a lot more casual folks there. And for me, like in 2014 and 2015, people asked me as like a diehard fan, are you mad about bandwagon people? And I said, hell no. There's room for everybody at the K. And, and, yeah, where are those bandwagon fans now? they kind of all oh, I mean, I, still, yeah. I
1: love the Cubs, but I still like to go to a game yeah. because it's live. Let me tell you, going and riding the L down to Wrigley Field, yeah, kind man. of being that, like, midtown. It's not downtown, but it's midtown. Close enough comparison, right? I love the idea of a downtown stadium. I believe that Kauffman and Arrowhead should be separate I think that Arrowhead could do some great things out there and really build kind of that district like Atlanta baseball has. And I think that the I think that Kaufman could do that town town as well, right? With that whole venue. And it's really cool because and, and even in Wrigleyville, they've kind of re-scoped the landscape where they have these interactive areas where people are like pitching and they're like throwing balls and they're doing all of this like video stuff and then there's bars and areas, you know, to, to buy things, and morale coffee is one of my favorite things from the Cubs, but I'm okay with them separating that, and that not being a complex anymore for both, but for being separate, because I love downtown baseball stadiums.
0: I can't wait. It's, it's going to be cool to see them see where they finally decide to put it well, be, it's happening you yeah know? it's happening like they're they're, they're doing this listening sure. tour yeah. oh yeah. no it's it's happening yeah you can be mad about it but that's like as, the first as thing as well when he brought the team he was like all
2: right we're moving yep. the stadium down it's now. happening
0: where can people find you on on twitter and where can people find forehands or where would yeah, they go so, to find so
2: jeremy underscore danner is is who i am on twitter um the brewery is at forehands brewing co co the number four our do they beers, know
1: you're giving their Twitter handle
2: out. I don't, yeah, they know, yeah. Just,
1: yeah that just, is the funniest thing I've ever it's, seen it's though. My favorite it's like so thing, many dude. people. Yeah. Does that piss you off or do you, no, does it make you happy? No, it's hilarious. I love it. It's just hilarious, Yeah.
2: When these are all people who've never seen a tweet of mine before, they've never heard of me, they've never heard of the brewery, and they live in states where you can't people, buy our beer anyway. People so,
1: love to troll so, you So though. some
2: guy, if some well, I'm a troll myself, so I love it, yeah. If some guy in Louisiana, you're a good is, troll, some guy in Louisiana's like, I'm never buying your beer. I'm like, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's you that's can't. a given. I know you, you can't. Can. Get it. But um, yeah, we're we're all over Kansas City. Um, you're gonna find us more on the Missouri side, because we have one statewide distributor on the Missouri side. Almost all the liquor stores have us. We're in a ton of bars. We've been very very fortunate. Um, the support that Kansas City has shown us. If you were to take all the beer that my boss and I sell from the Kansas City warehouse and and treat it like one brewery in Kansas City. We would actually be the seventh largest brewery in Kansas City. I thought you
1: were going to say drink.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's great. So, so yeah, so we're very fortunate. Yeah, you can find us all over. If there's something you're looking for, DM me. My DMs are open for better or for worse. And (laughs) I'd love to help you find
0: a beer, a seltzer, or a cocktail. Well, thanks so much for being on the show tonight. And uh, thanks for talking tacos with me. Dude, thanks
1: for... Super this was fun. awesome. Thank you so much. It was
0: great. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Taco of the Town KC. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, and a whole lot of other places that I can't remember just now. And give us a five-star review. Thanks to super engineer Matt Allen and everyone back at the Taco of the Town corporate office. Our music is by Sun Eaters, courtesy of Lotus Pool Records. Be safe out there, everybody, and remember to keep supporting your local neighborhood taco spots. And until next time... Go! Go eat some tacos!
3: Buddhist Pod.